0: I'll be too nervous to. i probably lost for words. Hello and welcome to this week's Lost for Words podcast. I'm joined today as ever by Jason. Jason, hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Marvellous. We said we weren't going to do that anymore, didn't we? But Well, we I, I said that, but well, uh, I thought I'd be polite tonight. I'm in a good mood. So, we'll. Um... Let's have a little sort of uh, catch-up on last week. Um, first of all, we'll talk about the American tournament. I think we've got a bit more to say on the Scottish Open. Uh, Sergio Garcia won again. Um, I didn't see it coming, personally. I picked um, you know, two other major champions, Zach Johnson and Henrik Stenson, who I thought would outperform their odds. Uh, didn't quite happen. Zach played okay, but Stenson obviously missed a cut. Um, but, Sergio, you know, I... I have a lot of opinions about Sergio Garcia, which I don't have enough time to go into uh, on this podcast. But as a player, um, he's just phenomenal, isn't he? He's absolutely phenomenal. He just keeps doing it over and over again. Um, you know, he's just consistently winning. It looked like when when it came around to the Ryder Cup and his pick, there was a lot of dispute, including myself. I thought Matt Wally should have been in the team. Um, stepped up there. You know, he's won three times in 2017, 2018, 2019, and then he's just gone and done it again. Um, you know, he's just an in, you know, incredibly uh, talented individual. And the final shot that he played was just a dagger into Peter Mernetti's poor heart.
1: Yeah, don't know where he got this from. But um, <laughs> as you say, you know, class is permanent. Form is temporary, class is permanent. He's won every year in the last 10 years. Um, so no matter how much you ever go at him, he puts the figures up, doesn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, who, who didn't know that he was patting with his eyes closed for the past three years or whatever <laughs> it is? Um, okay, I most of his career, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, he should have done that when he was constantly regripping. If you remember that, when he was taking five minutes over every shot, he looked incredibly so, yeah.
0: fidgety over the last T shots yesterday, he's, didn't he?
1: He's been, um, you know, he, he is quite an enigma, isn't he? Hmm. Um, but you can't deny that he's, you know, top grade, isn't he? Um, you know, he's absolutely top class. He's done it again. Um, from our point of view, we pointed out the Wyndham connection, which was we thought was reasonably obvious. Yeah, and you had uh, the postman and Sergio right up there. So, you know, once again, that's that's absolutely clear as clear yeah, as yeah. We're on the right line am Just clear. just
0: the wrong person, wasn't it? Wrong that's play. It.
1: He's come from nowhere, but he's done it before, and um, you know, he'll, he'll probably do it again. Um, it's a shame he's not over at, um Wentworth this week, but you know, hey ho. Um, yeah, good luck to him. It's um, it was a great effort. Um. Maniati was unlucky, wasn't he, really? Nothing yeah. else more he could have done come from behind. Nobody saw him coming. A um, uh, little bit of a Twitter curse, obviously, on uh, Cameron. Um, Davis with his, um, you know, everybody in the world was on there. Um, I know some people got, you know, uh, paid out, but they're never going to win when the whole of Twitter is on. Um, yeah, my two, you know, we'll cover Doc Redmond in a minute. Never really got going. Um and, you know, Scotty Scheffler may have needed that run after after having to withdraw the week before. Uh, looked out of it, to be honest, after the first round did a little bit and finished midfield. It was nothing special, but I'm sure he'll come on as well. So, yeah, well played. Sergio, in the end, was, you know, too good for him, too classy.
0: Do you think that, uh, and, you know, I didn't even really think, even consider the fact that he's had a win for every year, you know, the last 10 years, kind of years, Um which, you know, seems ridiculous when you talk about, you know, because before the Masters, it was kind of like, oh, he's, he's dipping out of form as a player. You know, OK, he won three times that year. So, <laughs> you know, and then um, people just believe that he can't get it done on, on big levels. And do you think it's because the wins, when you look down at the, the, the 10 wins, that you know, the, the wins that he's had over the last 10 years, you know, you've got Valderrama or you know spain three times you've got thailand ho tram you know and then the klm open is it just because of the level of wins that he gets when people think that he should be doing that more regularly on the pga tour he just doesn't get the respect that maybe he deserves
1: um yeah very possibly i mean you look at okay you look at somebody like tommy fleetwood again we'll bring up later you know he's expected to win um at a certain level you know um yesterday portugal you know that no but i mean he's expected to win isn't he yeah um, it's very hard to win a golf tournament It's 150 players all of whom can shoot 64 on any given day um so you, you you have to respect look what's look what he's done you know sergio in in you know in top grade tournaments you know look at look at it there i mean i'm you're, you're sure you're looking at the you know the owgr sheet and uh, it's just first and seconds all the way down in his top 20 top 20 performances so I mean, he doesn't do it. I think the thing with Sergio, he's not, he's, you know, these days he's not consistent, is he? So we don't really know whether he's going to turn up with the top 10 or whether he's going to finish 43rd or miss the cut. How can you knock a man? I mean, it's just, you know, it's incredible. 31 victories now in his professional career. Um, I have a go at slagging him off because it's really difficult to.
0: Well, the thing is, he's got that major win now, hasn't he? He's got the monkey off his back for, you know, Augusta, which, you know, maybe seemed possibly like the unlikeliest place to do it in the end um that feels like an eternity ago i've got to be honest like i remember being on justin rose at year which was devastating but it feels like such a long time ago since he won that and and it's only really been three years and then he's won you know every year since then so um yeah i think that he's obviously now moved over to the states has not he with his wife and he's got two children now so life changes a bit and maybe that's where the inconsistencies come in he doesn't not maybe fully dedicated to golf in the way he was before, but I also think that that maybe when he gets in contention, he maybe is just better because I think that not he doesn't care less, but I think he's a bit more relaxed about his life. And maybe in the mm. long run, in terms of wins, it may actually do him a favour. You know, he may pick up another five, six, seven wins. I don't know if it'd be quite that many, but it you know, it wouldn't be out of the world's possibility for him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's
1: absolutely right. He, he just plays golf now, he's not under any pressure to do anything. Um, people have. You know, people as old as me and maybe you um, have sort of long memories and we remember the Podrick arrington um, Sergio fight uh, 2007 Open. Um, And people remember things like that bizarrely 10, 13 years later and and call him all the names under the sun. It's just human beings, unfortunately. But like I say, you know, to even take the major away, he's won 30 times. Yeah. You know, what what do you want? Um, I I just – he's come from nowhere at the – you know absolutely nowhere at the moment um you know we talk about the wind and i know he's won it before but that's his only cut made in the last five tournaments besides the win and he finished 66 so <laughs>
0: where
1: where he's come from and how he's how he's done how he's paid it's it's just the way it is, isn't it it's um he's classy and he's he's you know he's done the job
0: i actually thought because he looked kind of um a bit sort of unfazed not really that bothered about it and then when he sort of celebrated the win i thought you know that's a Okay, it's it's a it's a win, but I, he just looked really really excited to do it. He's really like looked really proud of himself. He's really happy with his caddy, and I just thought, you know as much as I find a lot of things difficult to like about Sergio Garcia, I think as as a player he's brilliant to watch when he's not putting. Um, he's just if he was a more likable person, I think people would um, rave about him more. I think that's probably the, the fairest way I could say it. Um, but yeah, no, in, in terms of golf, it's great because people like Sergio Garcia are a staple of the Tour and they have been for 20-odd years. Um, not many people possibly be cheering him on. But there we go. We'll move on from that a Scottish Open, which I know you've uh, got a few views on. Uh, your man Aaron Rye, who you uh, unfortunately tipped up the week before, um, got over the line in a Rolex Series event. They make a lot, you know, big deal about that. I think it's just a Scottish Open, but, <laughs> but there we go. Um, we, we talked about him, didn't we, and said that you know that we expect him to be a higher class, and he has shown he's he's had the wins, but you know he's still got potential that was potentially unfulfilled. Um, and and he showed it in the end. I know I know you obviously feel that he probably shouldn't have won, um, but he did get the job done.
1: No, I, I, look, I've said it. I think we we were on at UK as well, UK Championship as well. Um, I've followed Rye for years, um, and he's always looked top class. And, you know, I think you sli- I don't say it, you slightly questioned it when I said it before, the Irish, um, about how good he is. And, and I think he is. I think he's, you know, he hits the ball as straight as any player that I've ever seen. I mean, you watch Pro Tracer. It doesn't leave the middle of your TV screen. Um, he's a fantastic putter. Um yeah, I mean the Irish Open look, he's, he's been he's been coming and going, coming and going. So the UK Championship was fifteenth, but there was a point where he looked like he was definitely going to get placed. Um and he's just been slowly, slowly, gradually improving. If you watch his demeanor, the way the way he approaches the game, um he's very I mean, obviously he's you know, they've had a go at him for being too slow a couple of times in the past. Um he does it his way, he's not bothered really about what anybody else does or anybody that's playing with does um and he's improving all the time obviously learned from the irish open um potentially should have won that really i wasn't that bothered because i was on the winner as well but um potentially should have won that probably was a bit naive um and a bit too careful a couple of times and yesterday you know just a, a fantastic we knew somebody would hit 64 63 64 65 yesterday um none of the front lot bothered to do anything like that Rye did it um and then there was Tommy and, and uh, Robert Rock. Um, Rock played unbelievable. I, di- I didn't fancy Rock at all yesterday. I thought he'd fail under the pressure. Looked like he was going away. Hit a couple of late birdies. Came to 18. Had a very simple two-putt from off the green. It wasn't difficult. Uh, decided to chip it and left himself 12 feet and missed it back. Tommy, who missed a three-footer at 17. Um, I think it was 17. Um, you know, okay, does his job at 18, they go to the playoff um, Fleetwood's obviously favourite, hits it straight into the middle of the fairway, Rye goes into the pot bunker left and Fleetwood doesn't hit the green and it's it's cardinal I mean, you know you have to hit the green if you've got first go anyway but when your opponent is in a pot bunker, you, you have to put him under pressure um, he left it uh, a few yards short and Rye hit a stunning shot from the bunker, he didn't make the green but it was it was fantastic, knowing Rye's Short game, you know he was going to get up and down it. Fleetwood left himself three and a half, four foot putt to tie. And he was nowhere near. And it, unfortunately, if you watch his hands, it was a twitch. Um, he's world number 17. It shouldn't be happening. Whether he wins or loses, you don't you don't give the tournament away by playing a playoff hole that badly after a tee shot like that. So... Uh, Ryan deserves it, good luck to him um, I hope he goes on from here, I think he will and I think he'll continue to rise up the rankings Tommy needs to win very soon cause he's now done that at Portugal and he's done that uh, um, uh, in Scotland now and he needs to sort it out
0: I think just on the last point of Fleetwood, I think we, we spoke to me, and I think that he should be winning events like that um, when you look at his um, he's been in contention, he's had playoff records or he's, he's lost a couple of um, you know, players like that. And I just, I don't know what it is with him. I think he's, he's an excellent player. There's no doubt in that. He's obviously a, when people anoint these people as major winners in waiting, and I think, well, I don't think you realise quite how exclusive the club is for major winners. I think there's only been like 200 of different winners, and, you know, there's only four a year. So anointing everyone as a major winner in waiting, you know, can be, uh, can be, you know, up for debate. But I think that he's an excellent player and, he'll just look at that as a, as a massive opportunity missed it you know played into his hands he loves it when it gets tough um and there's, there's a difference between being chased down by aaron rye respectfully um and being chased down by dustin johnson you know at majors oh. and i think that he should be able to go Do you know what this is mine like clear off we're not doing a playoff you know <laughs> this this is it and but he played very well over over the weekend. He he did he did better than I expected. I I thought he was kind of there to just sort of sharpen up again, like I said at Portugal. And both times I've been wrong. Both times he's been in the hunt. Um, I think it's probably clear to say now that he obviously just plays when he when he feels like he's got a chance. Maybe I think he's very selective of his schedule. Um, but look, it, you know, with Rye, I think it's what it is for me. What you touched upon is his inconsistency is maybe what's led me to not doubt him but just kind of wonder what he is you know is he a, a one or two well he's a two-time winner now was he just up until that point you know one time winner wins another two or three times along the way or is he someone that goes on to win five six seven times which you potentially can see him doing when you look at players that have won that many times on the european tour and you look at jos you look at wiesberger is are those people out of his reach, probably not. When you when you look at it in uh, in hindsight, he's only twenty five. Um, wears two gloves, has iron covers. It appeals, is charming to some people. Um, but like, it, it was impressive, wasn't it? It was an impressive victory, no, but, and and he'll uh, remember that one for a long time.
1: I'm not saying he's going to be like you know, he's not going to present catchphrase or anything. You know what I mean? Um, but that's not what we're paying him to do. Um, the fact remains, Fleetwood. You know, as Ben pointed out in our US Open. Uh, preview: Fleetwood gained nearly 18 strokes to eat a green in Portugal. Um, he gained nearly 14 strokes last week in the Scottish Open. He led um, around the green, you know, and ultimately he's missed a bundle of four and five foot putts to win the tournament. And you know, um, drives for show, putts for putts for dough, isn't it? Um, Reich and putt. You know, I'd rather be 20th. I'd rather be 20th and knocking putts in them first and not knocking any of them in. Um, it's just a worry. I'm not. I'm, I'm not knocking him. I thought his attitude on Saturday, um, during the bad weather, after that was just incredible. As was Polter's um, on the course and after as well. You know, um, Robert Rock as well. That those those three, you know, um, their, their attitude after what was a horrendous day was just you know, impeccable. Um, but the fact remains is he didn't do it. It was put in front of him and he didn't do it um yeah uh it's not as if you can say oh you know everybody holds 20 foot foot putts every so often these were three four five foot putts these are you don't miss these you miss one around you don't miss two three four five um and it's got a bit it has to be a concern for anybody that wants to now go in at 11 to one this week or prices like that you just you can't do it
0: yeah i mean i haven't really got the uh uh, I don't know what the word is—not balls—but I, I don't want to write people off again because I've I've done it. At, I've done it <laughs> two times now with Fleetwood, and both times he probably could have won. So, um, I wouldn't be as, know, as bullish. No, he didn't, and and at the end of the day, at his price, um, you would kind of expect him to go in, wouldn't you? That that's the thing—is the expectation is there to get the job done, and I just. I don't want, I don't it's uh, this week the reason I don't fancy him is not anything to do with what happened on sunday um you know if anything its just shows that he's in good form generally speaking um I think he's had enough looks at the course here uh you know and had what, one top ten finish and I just think that it doesn't really suit him if it suited him he he's the type of player he is the ball striker that he is if if the course was up his street, you know he finished sixtieth last year. Uh, he's had two miscuts, a 69th and a 49th, and one sixth place finish in that in that whole time at Wentworth. That's enough times to show me that it's not really up his street, and and I can oppose that, especially with the type of people that are in the field.
1: Yeah, it's bizarre because he, like we just discussed, he's a tea to green machine. It um... should be per-
0: it should be perfect for him, and that's and that's the thing, isn't it? That he could just turn it around at any point. It could just be right. Well, actually, I know what I'm doing now, um, but I don't know why it's him that long to figure it out.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I think he'll be there, but I mean, I, I, you know, uh, uh, I think we we discussed earlier that, that, you know, there's a couple of courses that, that you know, correlate to, to this and they correlate very, very well. And you also need to be a major, you know, um, have major form. That, that does help. You don't have to have it, but it, it does help that you have inklings of it. Fleetwood has got that. Um, it is a worry that he, he hasn't really appeared here. Uh, we've discussed Dubai earlier. And obviously, he has got that, that second over there. But he doesn't really fit anywhere else. It's it's interesting. 11-1, I think he's very, very easy to oppose. I think
0: when you look at who else is in the field, um, you know, it, this is the best field he's played in, barring the majors, since his return, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Um, you've got Patrick Reed as a joint favourite, who played very well here on his debut. That, you know, that can't be ignored. He finished fourth on his debut here um he's a more uh accomplished player than Fleetwood uh whether he's a better player than Fleetwood I don't know but he's won more times he's won a major he's done it on the biggest stages uh Fleetwood hasn't yet although he has obviously gone very close um I wouldn't have them as as the same price that's what I would say
1: yeah I, I agree with you I think um my mate Billy Horshaw was over here last year finished uh finished in the top echelons. Um he's tied with Reed, wasn't he, fourth place? He did, and he he turned around after and said um, you know, if any of his um PGA buddies wanted to come over and play on the European tour, this was the tournament that he'd he'd direct them to. He loved it so much. So um yeah, I think it's great that Patrick Reed has come over. Um he's absolutely the class of the field by you know, for me an absolute country mile. Um yeah. I agree with you, I think I can't see him I mean, you know, he's 10-1 to top first state, I can't see him out of the first state, but I wouldn't be backing him at that price, but I'd be very interested in seeing a head-to-head Reed against Fleetwood, because I think Reed deserves to be uh, probably a lot shorter than the levels they're going to make him.
0: The last time we opposed Fleetwood head-to-head, it was in Portugal <laughs> wasn't it, and he did, he just about got done. Against Georgia. Um, yeah, and uh Look, I mean, Reid's finished 7th and 13th his last two starts. Um, 9th and 13th in the Wyndham PGA before that. I just think that he's in plenty good enough form to win a golf tournament. Um, With the greatest respect to European tour, this is a weaker event for him, whereas it's a stronger event outside of the majors for Fleetwood um, than than what he generally plays. Um, He wasn't until late, though, was he? Sorry, Tom. He wasn't until
1: late, was he? Which I don't know when he's coming over or anything. So.
0: I don't, don't know if it bothers him no. he saw the course last year. I just think he's one of those guys that I don't think he's um, what's the word I'm looking for meticulous in his preparation. Anyway, I think he just turns up and plays it. He's a bit yeah. of a feel guy, isn't he? Yeah, I, um, yeah,
1: I, 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 yeah. I think he's he's as you you know he's a huge runner, isn't he? And and yeah, he deserves to be. Well, is Reed short or is is Reed too big or is Fleetwood too short?
0: Uh, I'd say Fleetwood was too short. Yeah, I think Reed's the right good. price. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I think that there shouldn't be. I wouldn't have, you know, Hatton at 16s and Fleetwood at 11s. I know Fleetwood obviously played well last week and, and Hatton hasn't. But, you know, at this golf course, I don't think there's much to do with not split between the two of them. But, you know, there's Hatton, there's Rose, there's Fitzpatrick. Uh, we've spoken a lot about Fitzpatrick, haven't we, in, in recent weeks? Um you know he's class, isn't he? He's absolutely class. He's, has very few weaknesses in his game, um, but again, he hasn't he hasn't got over the line yet. You know for a, for a long time now. Well, not a long time, but in his sense, he had a lot of second place finishes in the last sort of eighteen months or so. Um, but he does play well here. I would say that. You know he does he does have some decent form around here. Eighth you know, and twelfth in 2018-2017. Um, it should suit him the type of course. So you've got, you've got a you've got a you know top five there of Reed, Fleetwood, Hatton, Rose and Fitzpatrick. Would any of those kind of stick out to you as a bet? No, I, no. I mean
1: they don't appeal. at The prices. Reed I think has to go close. Um, we talked earlier about um, the courses that appear in in um, correlation um, with the various top tens, top twenties of the you know past three years. I've only gone up to 2017 because they changed the course then. They get mucking about it. and it early, early yeah. design and then they all got moaned about that and blah, blah, blah. But you look down the list and, and three courses stand out, which is um, Dubai. That's both of them. Uh, the world, the DP world tour championship and the um, desert classic um, Valderrama pops into a lot of this um, and uh, Kranz amazingly enough, um, as well as, you know, a lot of these, a lot of the, uh, well, you see it. You've got Willett Molinari, Norin and Molinari, um, and will it again the year before, if you want to count it, um, Hatton's down there. So there is major form in there as well. So I think we agreed that, is that because of the courses or is it because, you know, it's just a very, very good tournament? It is the flagship of the European Tour, even though Valderrama should be. Um, <laughs> you look down Fitzpatrick. I'm not a fan of Fitzpatrick. I've said it for many, many weeks now. I don't get the love, but there he is. He's won the DP Tour. Um, he's won at Cranes. He's got he's won at Cranes twice. Um, second there as second well. Second at Cranes. So er, everything points to him having a fantastic week. But at sixteen one, they've got to have a fantastic week. And I don't fancy Rose at all. Um, oh, I, you know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have him at all. I, I don't think he's right in, in the slightest. But I, I, I'd rather have I'd have Reed and Fitzpatrick over Fleetwood and Rose, but I can't back them.
0: Yeah, I just, I mean, I say I, I couldn't have Rose. I mean, he was eighth last year, wasn't he? And he's got you know three top twelve finishes here in the past since two thousand and ten. So he does, he plays well here. Um, doesn't look but it like he's win, No, he doesn't look in winning form, and I don't think. I mean, we've just seen it with Sergio Garcia. He didn't look in winning form, and you know, as we say, class <laughs> obviously stands out, doesn't it? But I think Rose is someone that generally trends toward a win there's ne- it's never kind of a surprise that he wins I don't think although I was surprised when he won the US Open <laughs> because I saw, him at- I saw him at Wentworth ironically and he was on the putting green and this shows how good of a judge I am he was he could not buy a putt on the putting green then he went out on the course and couldn't buy a putt and I was like you know f- fancy about the US Open coming up and-, and he goes and wins it so um, you know these sort of things happen it uh, slaps you in the face sometimes but yeah i think there's a there's a guy that we're going to come on to that i think we both strongly agree on um which is not always something that we do uh you know agree so strongly on one person um that i think is is a much better price than all of those top five and that's uh, shane larry thank you yeah <laughs> and, do, do, do uh, the hints on because I'm... well i <laughs> i was going to allude to it and then i just thought i'd just come out and say it and uh Look, he was there was some thirty threes and thirty fives, I think, about earlier. He's twenty eight to one now. Um but this guy absolutely adores Wentworth. And it doesn't matter whether it was before or after the redesign. He's played it ten times, he's he's made nine cuts, four top sixes, three more top fifteens, should have won it in two thousand and fourteen. He was uh Roy McElroy won that year, but he was uh he led after thirty six holes and Thomas Bjorn pulled away, didn't he, on a Saturday, had a really good day. Uh, blew up on the first few holes on Sunday. And then Lowry had a three-shot lead going into 13 and made a double. Uh, and that was basically the end of his run. Um, but I just think, you know, he's come on since then. Um, no, he hasn't been playing uh, his best golf, I think it's fair to say, recently. Um, I have absolutely... I didn't. I don't know if I expected him to miss the cut last week, but I definitely expect him to play poorly. He said how exhausted he was. He said it'd been a tough run. Um I think he was just there because it was the Irish Open. I think he's an avid supporter of his home event, which is admirable to say the least. But there's enough in there in recent week, you know, had a twenty-third at the Windham, a sixth at the WGC, and all of his events since the lockdown have all been on this PGA tour, haven't they? When you just look at you isolate kind of his European tour form of late, you know, thirteenth in Saudi, eleventh in, in Dubai second in Hong Kong 12 at last year's DP you know World Tour when he gets back onto this side of the uh, of things he's uh he's, I wouldn't say he's a class above because there's you know' there's decent players in this field but he's he's an excellent player at this level
1: yeah I mean it's, it's you know it's tea to green stuff I mean he does look as though this is the week he's going to bounce back to form. And, I mean, he's gonna have to really yeah I think there are a lot of informed players here maybe not so much as classy as he is. Um, but he is going to have to do something. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd be interested to see what happens. You know, going backwards and forwards, back you know, um, back to over here. But yeah, he's all there, and he's a WGC winner, US Open second. There's your major form for you. You've said it already. You know, at the DP, he's got a second and fifth, tied fourth here, second at Valderrama. He fits perfectly. How short do you want to go? 28. eight's fair when you Put when you this consider way, that I, when I you consider very var- Sorry, Tom, when you said Van Ruin, he's 25. Um, that's that's got to be the wrong way around. Um, so, yeah, tw- 28 is wrong. If you manage to get the 35 or whatever, then then that was silly for a player of his class. Yeah, absolutely. In comparison to what we've got above him, um, absolutely.
0: I expect him to be 20-1 hmm. to one this morning. Even if 25 was there, I was probably quite tempted. When I saw 33, quite widely available for a little while this morning. Uh, and mid-afternoon, I thought, you know, Oh, crikey, that's a that's a big problem. I don't, I'm not a massive um, Shane Lowry fan. I, you know, I like him, I respect his skill set, um, but I certainly don't get as excited about his game. You know, he quite often touted in big events on the PGA Tour, WGCs, because of what he's won. Um, and sometimes I think, yeah, I don't, don't really fancy his chances. But when he gets back over here, and especially at an event he loves, I just think. And the other thing, I don't know, if this sort of comes into your mind. It's a bit of a weird things to look at I suppose but there'll be a lot of these players that they're not trying to do something this week to prepare for Augusta but a lot of these guys are trying to find form ready for Augusta I kind of feel like Shane Larry knows he's not going to win at Augusta like he's had three missed cuts and a tie 39th in four appearances there that's not his major that he's going to win he's won an Open Championship he's gone close to the US Open I think he knows he circles the Pacific Majors each year I just think he knows, you know he enjoys being there. He deserves to be there. Probably isn't his type of event. This is this is probably his best chance of winning before the year's out. And I think that he will focus a lot of attention on this week.
1: Yep, yeah, can't argue with you. I you know, don't, 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 know. Absolutely, have no idea. Um, not trying to second guess what his what his view is. But yeah, like you say, he clearly likes it here. But everything points to him having a great week. Over thirty was too big.
0: Uh, we've got Thomas Peters Matt Wallace Lee Westwood Lucas Herbert there coming up next in in the betting Um, I don't particularly like Peters this week Um, I don't know that's just a bias based on the fact that I've seen him uh, smash a bunker to pieces twice and snap a club over his knee playing around here Um, I think those days are potentially behind him now he's a dad and maybe chilled out a little bit growing up but this looks like the type of course that just frustrates the life out of him, and I know he's played, he's got kind of hidden for me. I think he's played better than, than people kind of see on the form figures, and he's obviously in decent nick. Um, but I, you know, I'm not particularly excited about him at 25 and 28-1. When he's the same price as Larry who makes obvious claims, I'd just rather go Shane Larry in this position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well,
1: Pete is very classy, but um, yeah, it won't be for me this week.
0: Matt Wallace any opinion on him at all I know a few
1: people that really really fancy him this week um, I, I genuinely don't, don't have an opinion um, I mean he's got that 65 which is you know the one thing to look at around here um, I don't think he's, he's you know I don't think he's t- green. He's, he's good enough to win um, you, you can't be hitting you know you can't be placing in the sort of 30s and 40s um, and winning around here I don't think um, so no I don't think he's
0: playing well enough. No, I don't, one, I don't think he's in the you know in the winning type of form. You know, when you look at Lowry and he's played a lot of golf over in America, um, you know you think okay, well whatever form he's got there in the stronger fields, fine. And Matt Wallace had didn't he had a twelfth at the Rocket Mortgage a Fourth at Memorial, um, but then he's returned to the European Tour and played the. The Handa UK Championship nineteenth and thirtieth last week at the Scottish Open. I just think that's enough to sort of say he's not at his best and not in in winning form at this level. And and like you say, he had a sixty five here, uh, but it followed up with seventy six, seventy two, seventy four. You know, didn't ever. You know, anyone can have one. They're all good enough to shoot a sixty five on hmm. one given day. I don't think that's a sign that, I don't, no, that I don't, went much perfect I, for him.
1: I, I don't. I honestly don't get away so short. I, 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 if he it's was just the name, isn't it? It's yeah, if he was name. 50s, I would be going, yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't be saying that's overpriced. I'm not saying I'll lay it for anybody who wants to get arsey on Twitter. Um, I'm just <laughs> would saying. you bet
0: 50, him at 50 1? No. I, like, I literally could just look at his name and just go, no, I'm not interested. Like, I just don't. If he was 100 to 1, I'd be like, okay, well, oh, yeah. why is Matt Wallace, why is Matt Wallace yeah. 100 to 1? One? Yeah, that's on class alone. Um, I just don't. I don't really get it. Like I don't, I don't understand. It, to me, it's just a name factor. And then when I think, well, he's just a name factor. Well, Lee Westwood's the same price, and Lee Westwood's got great form around oh. here. Oh, um, absolutely,
1: massive chance.
0: You know, he is playing exceptionally well, um, very, very well indeed. And you know, he had that playoff loss here to Donald, didn't he? When they, were, they flip-flopped world number one. Um, generally plays out. Oh, he missed the cut here last year it was the first time in donkey's years that he missed the cut um, generally had, I think he had eight finishes of 38 foot better and five top 15s including that playoff loss before that and you know he's four straight top 20s his last four events what a you know what else does he need to do really to, to show he's up for it
1: no he's, he's playing fantastic isn't he um, I mean he fits um, <laughs> I mean last weekend he just got absolutely battered on Saturday he was playing really, really well until they back nine. Both, I think he hit five over, back nine on Saturday. Poulter, who he was playing with, hit um, four over. Um, Westwood played a lot worse than Poulter did, to be honest with you. Um, Paul, I don't think Poulter deserved that four over, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, finished in the top 20 in the end. Uh, but look at his Tita Green stats. You know, um, last five events, uh, 11 strokes gained, seven, five, eight, six, virtually. Um we all know about Westwood. It's all down to putting. Um, you know, it's proximity. If he if he shoves it close enough to the hole, he will hold them. I think um, that that's what he's all about. I mean, I remember seeing him in the in the match play round here. You know, a tournament I used to attend quite a lot when sort of Cabrera and Els were there, and, and it was just legendary. He's got the patience for a course like this. Um, I, I think I, I'm not going to back him. I can see why you would. I, I, again, you know, let's compare the the prices. You know, Matt Wallace and Lee Westwood. I think you're you're quite right. I think Westwood is by far the better better, better out of those two.
0: Yeah, I just again a bit like you. I'm not going to bet him because I, I'm quite happy with Shane Lowry at that 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 price and, and one other that we're going to come on to in a second. Um, but I just He's striking the ball beautiful. Westwood, yeah. That and, really and this is the thing. He's he uh, he's not he's not the player he was quite. But he's not, you know, his game has always been about ball striking, and he's he's almost at his best with that again. And I just think, I mean, I'm sneakily looking at him for Augusta again. I th- I think it's yeah maybe too late, but but stranger things have happened. Um, and I'll probably get caught in this little trap because Lee Westwood's one of my favourite golfers, and he supports Nottingham Forest, and. He's, you know, I, I wish people would stop focusing on the fact that he's never won so, a major.
1: So it's his patting Andy Sports Nine and he supports Nightingale Forest. Yeah, it? that's yeah. his other handicap. Yeah,
0: poor sod. Um, you know, we can't choose where we're where we're raised and, and what team we support. But you, you yes, he's... you can.
1: Actually, to be
0: fair, you can. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Well, no, you can't. You
1: raised, can you? No, but you can. for which team you support?
0: Uh, so just to just be fair, that, to was it, to his, a, that was a bit of a. That was one of
1: your. That uh, was one of your. Yeah, I, I've got you now for the first time about eight months. Yeah. You can, you right.
0: can choose. But anyway, he's loyal to his team, loyal to loyal to his. But what do you, you know, going off slightly off a tangent, he's about what, to hundreds of one for the Masters. Is that right? Is that you know? Is that I would bet that almost, I think. And, you know, if he wins this week, which is well within the realms of the possibility, he he's going to be fifties one, isn't he? I don't think he'll shorten up that much. 66s? He, I mean, what? What can you make him? He, last two times he's played uh, Augusta, the second and eighteenth, he had four top seven, four top eight finishes between 2010, 2014. I know these are a long time ago now.
1: It's a di- uh, It's, it's going to be soft, isn't
0: it? Um, I, I don't. I don't. He's going to be disadvantaged.
1: Could... I think against. I, I think it's the relative factor, isn't it? He's going to be disadvantaged yeah. against a lot of players. Not that he's not going to play his game. No. But he, he is. He is seriously going. I mean. Yeah, he'll be, you know, 30, 40 yards behind some of them, you know, have gone round corners. And we'll discuss that, I'm sure, at the uh Yeah, we
0: won't Masters. go too far into it, obviously, because we've got that to, to yeah. look forward to. But, I mean, I, but...
1: I, I think that's the problem. I, I, yeah, I mean, uh, could, we, could he get another top 10? Yeah, of course he could. You know, Freddie Couple's got top 10s.
0: Yeah, and that's probably where I'm looking. Are I we're think not, he's you know, we're not on top the 10, top eight players, isn't he? And, and that's it. But I just thought, I just wanted to have a look just while we were talking about it, because I think, you know, as he said, he's in great form. He's going to head to you know a major championship he absolutely loves. And if he can get a win here, then God knows what he can do there. But anyway.
1: This, Your multitasking this, skills are noted.
0: <laughs> Lucas Herbert. Mm. Um, we talk about correlating courses or form. Uh, he's got a 1st and a 7th in Dubai. That 1st in Dubai obviously coming earlier this year. 8th in Cran sierre back Back-to-back top 7s. And he was 31st in US Open before that. Um I kind of wrote him off a bit last week on the show I kind of said that I thought his name came up in the betting and I was a bit like yeah whatever like I just thought that it was kind of he's one of those players I look at sometimes and think yeah like is he is he that good uh but just looking at the you know what's in front of us we've talked about the links at Crans we talked about the Dubai Desert Classic being an indicator He's finished seventh and fourth his last two years. He's had a look at Wentworth last year. Improved. He shot seventy five in the open round and shot seventy one to miss a cut by one. I think he's got a good chance. I think he's got an absolutely massive chance.
1: <laughs> um, uh, it's just disappointing. He's in such good form and, and therefore you have to take that sort of price if you fancy him. There was forties available this morning. Um, certainly with Hills, which is top six. I think I don't think it was it was big with anybody going going more places. Um, absolutely tremendous chance. Um, you, you've covered his, his form. Um, he also ranks very highly in strokes gained patting, which is going to really help here. Uh, you know, patting terrifically well over the weekend, or sort of not Saturday, on Sunday. Um, and actually really should have probably bested Aaron Rice 64, to be perfectly honest. Um, got blown all over the shop on Saturday. Um, and I put up in my um, not winning column on Saturday night um, that, uh, you know, if the weather was the same, I couldn't see him winning because I didn't think he'd handle it. And of course, it changed, and he came out and he was he was tremendous. You know, we've had a little bit of sort of more rain this week. I don't know if Wentworth's expecting expecting any more, um, but it's certainly not going to be fast greens. Um, so he's again going to love firing at him. Um, like you say, um, everything points to him having a tremendous tournament. It is very very much in the it's not it's not the same but it's very much in the Aaron Rye type thing whereby you're watching him every week he's improving that shot every week he's improving his knowledge improving his game he's already a winner so he's not under pressure particularly to win um and as you say you know he's you know he's outclassed at the US Open he's still finished you know just outside the top 30 um tremendous effort last week 66 65 65 um yeah I I think you know if, if if he can keep on the on the straight and narrow and plot his way round rather than try and smash it, because those last two par fives, sometimes people are tempted to to really go for them, and they're not all Angel Cabrera, and uh, so they can't all find the fairways with a smash. So if they're if he's a bit clever, I think you, you do need a little bit of brain round here, um, and hopefully he's learned a lot over the last couple of weeks. And if he does, I yeah, I can see him finishing top ten here, no problem. Whether he can hold off the classier players if they get involved, you know, and by that I do mean the reeds, and, you know, yeah. that, that whether he can do at this moment in time, I'm not sure, but he was great when he won in, um, when he won in Dubai. Um, this is a lot of pressure, but you're not going to have the, you know, the local crowds. Um, but it is, the, again, it is the final Rolex. So I don't know. I mean, he has to me looked slightly fragile when he's, um, up there and knowing that he's in the lead, but but you know he doesn't have to be in the lead. He can come from five behind, can he? Uh, overall, his form reads brilliantly here, and and yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think forty to one was a very very fair price.
0: Well, the thing is, so he shot seventy nine on Saturday when the when the weather was horrific. He obviously didn't cope with it. He spoke about the fact he didn't cope with it. He said that he actually was quite happy. with The, the interview, he was actually quite happy with how he played, and he just he just couldn't get it done. You know, he just didn't cope with that weather, which isn't that surprising. Um, bounced back brilliantly to give himself a natural chance to win it. You go back to that Dubai win earlier in January uh, we talk about what he's like in contention he obviously beat another player we're going to talk about in a minute Christian Bosweeden how in mm. the playoff um, but just looking down uh, the top 11 players we had Bryson DeChambeau was 8th shot 76 on the final day so obviously had a chance he only finished 4 behind Tommy Fleetwood was 11th shot 75 final day he was only 5 behind and uh you know uh, Shane Lowry as well. So there's three players that are top notch. Two of them that are in the field this week that he's already beaten. You know what? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, he feels a bit. I get a bit concerned when I see someone at this price because I think I thought he's gonna be slightly shorter based on what happened last week. Um, but he's not a massive price relative to the field like this. Maybe is still the right price rather than big. Um, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And that's why I get a little bit anxious about whether he he can get it done. But you'd you happen to go against everything you think can get it done this week to ignore him, and and that's where I think you just look at those people he beat in Dubai, and it's a course that is, you know, may not be you know identical or anything like Wentworth, but the winners win at both. Um, I just think you know that it's a massive pointer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, yeah I, 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 as I say, I, I think he's one of those where you could understand the price because of his recent form. It's not standout, is it? Um, but he's very, very hard to ignore. So, yeah,
0: I mean... I wonder what price he would have been if he'd won last week. Because, he, you know, he only had to shoot a place 77 to on the Saturday to... I mean, he's shorter with Aaron
1: Rye, who you'd think his course would, again, could absolutely soup down to the ground. I mean, you can't get a straighter hitter at a ball. Yeah. Um, so... Is it because Aaron Rye's won that he's bigger? Well, price? I think that's what it
0: is. I think it's the fact that people don't think Aaron Rye can win back to back, especially two uh, Rolex series events. As they, as they yeah, throw he, in your he, face. He,
1: won, he won three very, very quickly on the uh, challenge tour to my chagrin.
0: He also finished second week before winning, so yeah, he, he obviously a, can carry he, form over. Yes, he. he
1: can. So so you have to look at that, and, and um, yeah, you know, we, we both agree that, that, you know, I think Herbert is going to be a very good player. Um, over the next couple of years
0: Go on to ride just very quickly obviously we are very impressed with how he performed he finished 26th last year it's a big chance on, um, you know, his second look at the course never broke 70 um, I don't know if he just needs maybe a look or two more but a bit like what we were saying about John Catlin I think that people just price it on the fact they don't believe he can go back to back and John Catlin won twice in three weeks um, you know I don't think he'd win back-to-back. I don't think he'd win, but I didn't think he'd win last week. So I'm probably a little bit the wrong person to ask on that opinion. Um, but I just think, you know, if you wanted to bet 40s when Aaron I wouldn't be against it.
1: Oh, I, I, he's tremendous. I, I, I keep saying it. He's tremendous. I mean, can I back him to win back-to-back? No, but he's got the personality that, that you know, what he'll, he'll have got over winning, you know, no problem at all. Um, he always believed he was this great. Um
0: you know, I you know look, them. I
1: mean, you've got, you know, again, you have to look comparatively, don't you? We do this quite a lot on this program. Um, you know, you've got right at 40s, Kymer at 40s. Um, Ry's winning. You know, Catelyn's winning. We'll come to Catelyn, I'm sure, you know, fairly soon. Um, I don't know why not. This this, this will suit his absolute arrow straight, um, you know, approach shots and driving. Um, he's methodical. He, 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 It really wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean... You know, maybe I'm over-egging him a bit, but I, I think he's that good. Um, whether I could back him to do it, I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I I wouldn't say he couldn't do it.
0: I think the fact that we've, you know, we like Lowry, we we already like Lucas Herbert. We've already spoke about Westwood's chances. He's so, there's only so many people you can take, mm. isn't there? And and he may just be the one that that loses out just on the base that he's one. Yeah, yeah. it's, rid- it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's a rid- it's one thing with golf. Is that if you look at a football team, you'd back in the week after because they won last week. Whereas if <laughs> if it's a golfer, you go. On I, a I, I I pack.
1: just I do believe he has the temperament to be able to cope with with any media pressure or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat 150 players again, twice in a row.
0: I certainly wouldn't fancy if fans were here because the crowds are massive at Wentworth, and they mm. always fancy the top players, don't they? If if it's Shane Lowry or Fleetwood or uh, Westwood even are, are in contention they're going to get such loud roars I think that would possibly get the better of him but there's not a better time to, to try and go back to back and we've mm. seen it people putting performances back to back Catelyn you know when there's not so much going on there, you know, there's less pressure isn't there yeah, let's move brilliant. on from there yeah, move on. Yeah. Christian uh finished third here on his debut last year um, he's been playing a lot in America isn't he over the last few yeah, months yeah
1: he's worry again isn't it um, what's taken off him? Um he actually had the favoured part of the draw as well, um in the Scottish. Um I I did I did really want to sort of be with him, um just because how good we know he is. You know, and of course he's got that second at the Dubai Desert Classic, twelfth in the DP World, twelfth at Crowns, he's won Valderrama Um obviously stunning up performance there, beating John Rahm, leaving him well behind um strokes game pattern last year was fantastic as you rightly say second here um it's just what has going over there taken out of him um 78 in m- m- so the less uh frenetic conditions in the second round of show isn't good no. um you do wonder I, I did want to be about him, him but i'm what's... not sure I, yeah i, I am I, I, not sorry mate i I've gone off him now because I just think he's too short for for you know his current form.
0: Well, the thing is, is that when he finished third here last year, he was coming off the back of a 12th at Crans, wasn't he? Um, and so the form was there. Like there was nothing, there was nothing hidden. Um, people didn't fancy him since his first time here. Field was strong, etc., cetera, et cetera. Uh I can absolutely see the case for him. I just worry about like you say what the the travels do i think it's underrated how difficult it is to keep going back and forth to these tours he's got he can't turn down the opportunity to play over there at all that's what he's got to go and do um because you don't know when the next time is going to be able to have those opportunities um if he was playing over here during that you know during the swing he probably wouldn't be 45 as well so he probably would have picked up a couple of decent finishes wouldn't he so it's all swings and roundabouts Certainly, a player to look out for. Certainly, he's got the form that that points towards success here. But like you, I'm I'm kind of against him. Too short in it, really. Yeah, just just because again, there's just so many players at this at this uh, area. Robert McI- McIntyre, um is going to go well win. again at some point, isn't he? He's going yeah,
1: uh, to win an open one day.
0: He's going to come good. um Razzie, you missed Rasmus out. Yeah, I, d- I was going to mention him, but I don't I don't like him for around here. Interesting. Yeah, I just doesn't doesn't kind of strike me as a as a course that he'd win at. I don't know why. I just think that you know I think he likes it when he can just put out the driver, give it a bash. Um, There's no denying his quality. Um, I'll wait and see him beat you know a field of this strength before getting too excited about him. I think there's some I think people have got excited about him very early on um, and he's not actually beaten a lot. That's my take on it. I know he's won very early on in his career but he's won in the Mauritius Open with a very weak field and he's won a UK championship where with the greatest respect to someone like Justin Waters who I like a lot had a lot on the line in that playoff and it showed. And and Rasmus hasn't got his scar tissue yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's my take on him. And then you've got, you know, Dietrich, Horsfield, Lee, Schwab, Coetzee, Loughton, all respectable names. Um, many of those are taking interest. interest? No. No. Loughton, I thought, was relatively right. interesting. He's played well here before. Mm, well. looked reasonable last week, didn't he? Um, done the, done what he point. normally
1: does. Sorry, Tommy he does what he's been doing, hasn't he? He's been, you know, whether he's getting there at some
0: stage and then... Yeah, I, I thought he was going to kick on, and then he just never did, and it was... Know, relatively disappointing. Um, I think he's certainly showing the signs that he's getting back to his game again, but I'll wait and see it. I think there's other players. Brandon Grace has got a great hmm. course for me, hasn't he? Uh, two top fives, two top 11s, um, but out of sorts, is fair to say?
1: Yeah, I mean, Grace and Curcia, you know, they're the same thing. They they just they just never get frustrated. They just do their thing, don't they? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I mean, Grace over Kersia, definitely, um, this week. Uh, but, yeah, he's out of form. But, again, he's another one, isn't he? I mean, you talk about Sergio um, doing what he did. I mean, Grace is quite capable of, you know, sticking in a performance, isn't he? I just – he never looks hungry to me anymore. Um, I'd be just saying, I'm looking at he just, just you know – Winning as much as he has. Does his thing, and, and his if he thing. wins, he wins. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It doesn't look to be another gear there. Um, Whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, he's he's got graceful form, but there's there's others. How many can you back at that that sort of you know that range of prices?
0: He's one of those people that like uh, whatever you might be able to get it to him on the bet fair he might be worth just having a win only bet mm. just in case he does pull it out. Um, he's got the right be, form, has not he? In the right place. Yeah, Sorry, I wouldn't mate. be too interested in in backing him too heavily, but again, I wouldn't if Sunday comes around. You go, well, that was obvious. He plays well here, doesn't he? So, um, John Catlin, that we wanted to talk about. He's won at Valderrama. Um, keeps defying the odds. Doesn't matter what people keep putting in the front of him. Uh, he keeps doing it. Uh, did miss the cut last week, but that's after going first eight first. What? Uh, what do you? Th- how do you think he'll take to this test? Be, because he didn't miss the cut by a mile last week, did he?
1: Be really interesting what he does, would not it? I've got absolutely no idea what he's going to do. Um, I think it will suit him. Um, but we do like to have a run round here, which is obviously you know a little bit of an issue. Um, but he's, you know, he's he's you know teeter green stuff is, uh, you know, he loves it. He's, his his irons are just awesome, aren't they? And if he does hit the short stuff off the tee, um, he's going to give himself tremendous chance. And, and I've been very impressed with his putting um, this year. And and yeah, I don't see why he couldn't win. He's he's proven he can do it under the cosh. You don't you don't get more under the cosh than at Valderrama. Um, and and we've agreed that we agreed that. You know, just after that, we, we don't know how he won because he did look nervous there. But he certainly wasn't when he beat Raya last week. Um Yeah, I, I, I don't see why he won't go well. Um It, it would have been nice, wouldn't it, to see, you know, a 28th last year or something like that. But, yeah. um, you know, at the end That's of the, the day... That's
0: the thing. If he, if he had a run around here and broken 70 a couple of times and, and finished in the top 25 or something, you'd be you'd be well in, wouldn't you? You wouldn't get the uh, price,
1: would you? So it's, no, you know, you pay your
0: money and you you, you, you know,
1: you take your chance. Um He Again, went in, I think he, he's too big. He, he had the wrong side of the draw though, to be fair last week yeah. in Scotland. So that 72, 72 is actually a very, very good performance. Mm. Um And he wouldn't have had to put up with uh, day three. So, um, you know, he mentally and physically, he wouldn't be exhausted. Yeah, he's, 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 he's former. He's absolutely fantastic. And he's, you know, you can't forget what he's done over the last three weeks. So, uh, he, he looked a bit, 80-1 to one, looked a bit big to me, to be honest. Um, look, you got, again, you know, I put Gavin Green up a, a couple of times on the final day before um, this year. And you look at it and you go, well, hold on. You know, Green, Green I know Green's got form here and there. He's the same price. And
0: catlin is, at the moment, a much better player. I can't say what I said about... Hogard, without saying it about Catelyn, in the sense that yes, he's won two events, and they were a tough, tough events, especially Valderrama um, Weak fields, though, relatively.
1: Yeah, but his games—I um, mean, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. his game suits, um, and both Catelyn and Rye are very good on the green. Um, they're not gonna—you know—I'll I'll back them to 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 out putt Tommy. They might not out, out sort of outclass him for the rest of their game, but if it comes down to it, I'll, I'll have them in front of him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, eighty to one, I thought was was you know Sky better going eighty to eight first eight. Was, I didn't think it was a bad price. Sixty six was, was seemed fair, so eighty looks too big.
0: Seems juicing now, absolutely. I think it's one of those again where every week we sort of talk about him and say, "Well, he looks too big for the level that he's playing at." Uh, and then we don't bet him. So I think that kind of says what we think, and it may be.
1: I think you can have one Uh, more go with him. Let's put it like that. I think you can have another one or two goes with him at this price. And if he flops, then we can say, okay, he's just had a good summer or a good autumn, whatever. And you can go, fair enough, and he'll come back next year and he'll win a couple of – or one or two silly events. But at 80-1, to you're not doing yourself any harm about a two-time winner this year.
0: Nope. No, I can see that completely. Um, I haven't got anything else to say about anybody else before we get to the triple digits now. So unless you want to cover... I mean, Danny Willett won here last year. Uh, has not done an awful lot of seasons. Uh Anyone else you want to cover? Uh, I thought lavinzo
1: Vero was really interesting. Uh, yeah. Playing really well. Um, he was really annoyed at the um, OWGR decision to restart the rankings well before the European um, tour started going. Seemed to have annoyed him a little bit. But if you do look back... Um, you know, Dubai form, plenty of Dubai form. He's always got Qatar form, but, um, you know, he's third in crowns, side six in crowns, side second in Valderrama. I've never really caught Lorenzo up here. I don't get why, how he puts up these performances, uh, but he does. And since he's changed en- his name to Mike, Enigmatic Michael, Frenchman. Yes, another one. Yeah. Since he's changed his name, you know, to Mike from Michael, it, you know, all his form seems to have gone off of various websites. Um, he was just of interest to me, but, but looking at it now, um, I think there are others around that price that might be of, uh, of bigger interest. Um, I thought he'd be a bit bigger than he is, but he has got a fan club. So um, yeah, um, Langask has got form in the right places. Disappointing a lot of people last week um, who gambled in um, in various various ways. But again, another enigmatic Frenchman. I mean, it's, they're hard to predict, aren't they? It's it's yeah. It's weird, but they, they just are, aren't they? You take Dubuisson, you take you know Longasque, you take um, uh, Lorenzo Vera. We don't know what who's going to turn up, do we, from, from week to week. And it's it's frustrating, but one day they'll win, and it's just a matter of whether you think the 80s or 100s is you know, is too big for you to play. So um wouldn't surprise me to see, but it wouldn't surprise me to see them all bomb out. I just thought Longasque was just interesting because they expected a lot more of him last week. Um, i certainly did (laughs) well you know plenty of people did um yeah it's it's uh like i say it's it's a good tournament and there's a lot of people there and and you you could bet probably eight or nine if you wanted to 17th last year but then you used that sort of form line at scotland didn't you last week um Mm -hmm. but he went off early again didn't he on on you know on day one so what can you do you know he wasn't the only one to to fail um
0: one could be too big. Do you know why Lorenzo Vera changed his name?
1: Is there a, a, a film
0: star? The no, he, he... Basically, the French media kept calling him Michel or Mikel or something like that. And he was like, my name is Michael. And because they kept butchering it, he just changed it to Mike. So they couldn't get it wrong. Yeah, you see, there's the problem. That's the type of person he is. They're right. He's Frenchman enigmatic Frenchman. <laughs> yeah. You know, just doing things because people annoy you i mean I should get his name right to be fair bit of respect but um yeah well, like.
1: well i'm still not i thought
0: 66 it was okay but i'm not that bothered yeah, but, but that's to goal for reasons yeah. i just generally don't think he's got as good a chance as he's odds suggest so that's why i'm easy to move on from him um there's, there's a couple of names around here uh eddie pepper was played well here twice uh never done it since so i've kind of gone off him a little bit maybe it's because of the redesign alexander bjork is someone i always have a mm-hmm. half an eye on um he he's a player isn't he that i've put up a couple of times and he hasn't quite done it but he he certainly looks a class class player and he's had two top 25s now going into the event and i just i just wonder if it's now his time it's, it's a, a course that should suit um But I don't know. I don't really know what to do with him. Really, I don't know if he's quite big enough. But he's had a 14th year in 2017. He's played well in Dubai um, twice. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was enough for me to pull the trigger. But I think he's one worth looking at. Yeah, maybe you and Alexander Bjork. Yeah, yeah, I know, no, I know, I know. I just, I'm, I'm thinking about what
1: you want me to say. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's one of them, isn't he? You do point him out quite a lot. He's one of them. You know, every so often he'll. Turn up in the places he'll have a challenge. I don't, somebody's obviously put him up um, because he's gone blue. Um, Yeah, why not? You can pick him, you can pick who you like, pick Zanotti if you want. You know, there's he's got a little fan club, Old Thunder, as I called him on the Betfair (laughs) Forum in 1987. Um, Showing your age now, yeah, 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 but it was good fun back then. Um, You know, he's got he's got a couple of decent efforts around here, nobody knows what he's going to do either, to be honest with you, from one day to the next. Uh, a bit like Bjork, really. You know, Bjork seems to be able, every so often you think, you know, this is his week. You know, he's going to be doing something special and, you know, he doesn't. He, you know, yeah, he, he'll finish top 20 when he, but is he going to win? No.
0: Oh, I think he's going to patch up his form and, and make it look as steady as it has been yeah, around absolutely. here and, and not do much else. Dean yeah. yeah has had two top 12 finishes on this golf course um he's obviously been up there in recent weeks as well um what are your thoughts on him
1: uh, i think he's got to I mean i think he's well overpriced um he's problem with Burmester is he's mad isn't he he keeps falling on the floor when he misses a long putt. And i don't know why <laughs> he's not like
0: jason day's vertigo
1: is he? no 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 but that's what he does anybody you know you watch him and he'll he'll he said i think he's a tremendous putter I, I think he's so unlucky on the greens um and he'll have a 30-foot putt. I mean, he is actually um, second in strokes game putting this year. Um, he'll have a 30-foot putt on the green, and he will leave it literally on the lip. And for whatever reason, he just falls on the floor. He does that dive backwards, you know, the hilarious comedy dive backwards. And I, just stop it and just get on with your game, mate. And it, honestly, it'll be a lot better. Um, I, I think it's has got tremendous chance. I mean, uh, ninth and twelfth here. Um when i don't think he was a player that he is now um i he's another one he's a, it's a bit like raya when he was getting sort of twenty, 23rd, 15th and stuff like that he's playing a lot lot better than his scores are showing um third at the dubai desert classic he's got um fourth twice is it in the um dp worlds it's top grade um like i say ninth and twelfth round here not worried about again not worried about the scottish open you know it's um it is one of those, you know, you took to it or you didn't take to it. Um, you're unlucky with the wind or, you know, stuff happens. Um, and 125 to 1 for a player that I think has been in contention more than his figures are showing, if you know what I mean. So every time we watch it, third round, fourth round, he gets coverage because he's in the top 10. Um, if This is a step up. Um, but I, I, I actually really like him. I think 125 is... is 40 points too big Um, yeah so yeah I'll be on
0: the only the only thing that I because con- I agree with a lot of what you just said there. The only thing that concerns me is his, his two best rounds, those times when he finished ninth and twelfth on Sunday when he was already out of it.
1: Yeah, it's and plus, that yeah. and
0: that puts me off a little bit. Um, He'll
1: probably wants to come from behind. You're absolutely right. But
0: if but if it's a backdoor, it doesn't matter, does it? If he if he places, he places. It doesn't matter how he does it. Um, and at 125 to one, you don't need him. Obviously, you'd like him to win. That's what we're all here for. But place money is good at that price, and uh, he's certainly capable of doing just that. And like you say, I think that. He, not only does he seem to be in contention more than people realise, but he actually plays very well in high-level events, he considering does. the level of player that he is or that he seems to be. Um, because he's so inconsistent, it's hard to get a grip on him. But when he when he does play well, as like you say, two top fours of the World Tour in Dubai, which is obviously the season-ender. You have to play well to even get that far. Um, third in Dubai, the Classic, like you say, earlier this year. It, and two top twelves in the flagship event. Yeah. It's... It's top stuff isn't it yeah he doesn't fit
1: the tea to green thing which which just that's what I'm just amazed about um you know but equally as I say you look it's lucky he is a good putter, otherwise knows what his finishes would be <laughs> um but I mean look at him putting stats you know um 12 12 9 13 9 5 strokes gained um it may be that he has to do that to keep his position but like I say every time I'm looking at him he's leaving one on the edge and he's he's leaving four or five Tremendous putts. Um, I just thought we, at a price, he was of, of a big interest, to be honest with you. I know that I think he was 200 or something on Betfair earlier. I'm not sure what he is now. I haven't got it up. Um, but we, we you know, we got Colesites. Colesites wasn't even in the frame last week. Um, we mentioned Colesites as the Betfair um, back to lay. Uh, I think he was 290, 300 at the start of the tournament. And he went down to 40. So you could double your money a quarter and never even... It never had a sniff of doing anything, and I think uh, Burmester may be the same. If he's two hundred plus, you've only got to get down to fifty, and and he's absolutely the player that will get down to sort of be challenging.
0: Yeah, because as I say, he has won. He's had he's had top four finishes as well. So that price will dramatically come down if he goes and shoots one of his sixty fives earlier in the week rather than than on Sunday. Um, there's another player around here that I thought was a little bit similar in that sense, and maybe one for the the bet player player as well was Mark Warren. Yeah. Um obviously he finished fourth last week. Great. Now that he's in Scotland. Um but he's he won obviously in Austria, didn't he, to to mark his comeback. And played pretty well after. I know he had two miscuts immediately after, but he had 39 ninth, which was steady enough for someone that's been sort of in the doldrums for a long, long time. Finished here in that play after Manasera had Simon Kahn in there as well. Um you know this is a, a player that for a long, long time on the European Tour, was top class. Um, obviously showed that by having the amount of victories that he has had for somewhat of his skill set. Um, he's played well in a major championship. He's played well here. Uh, he's played, I think he's got top 15 in cranes in as well. I just thought that maybe considering his top four finish last week, that was actually a relatively big price for eight places,
1: 150 to one. Yeah, we do, we do, I mean, I'm a fan of Warren, but we have no idea what he's going to do from one week to the next. To be honest. I mean we know no, And that and will be why the price is what it is. We we know he's a you know, he's a links player through and through. Um Dunno. Don't know. Dunno. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, why not? I can't put anything positive up. Um he should have done better that last week. Um but then that is that is Warren, isn't it? It's what he's always done. Um yeah, whatever. I can't do that noise that you do, but meh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know what noise it is. I just do it. Um, I look. I don't think you need to come down this far. For I just think that one of the top twenty in the betting is going to win it, which is an obvious thing to say. Uh, I just don't think this is a place you get surprises. When you look at the the winners list, is it's littered with just sheer class, isn't it? Uh, as it should be. was what you hope. That's what they hope they're going to get at this event. That's what they do get at this event. Um, and normally it's someone that's played the course a few times as well. So I don't think there's going to be too many surprises this week.
1: No, Sharma's interesting. Um, played really, really well last week. Uh, and I know he's got some fans, you know, out there in, uh, golf punting land, 17th last year. Um, obviously was sitting much, much better after the third round. Um, I think it'd be interesting. Cause I've got a feeling. Hmm. I wonder if Ben's going to put him up. He's a big fan of him. Um, probably not because it hasn't gone blue enough um but he was lying actually he was lying joint third last year after 60 66 third round so um you know he's a young player that's that's going a bit going far um other than that jordan's playing really well tee to green but (laughs) shocking pain at the moment but one day that will that will happen um yeah that's about it really i think
0: yeah, I mean I don't think there's gonna be you're not gonna get much speculation from me. I'll summarise my picks very quickly. Shane Lowry absolutely adores uh, Wentworth 28 to 1 was fine for me even when it was 33 to 1 and bigger earlier. Uh Lucas Herbert 35 to 1, 33 to 1, 8 places. I just think that you'd have to be mad to ignore the signs. It may be one of those ones where he, he's too short considering the strength of field, but I'll take it on the chin just because of his obvious claims. Um and I think they're they're my only real two bets this week. I don't think I want to go crazy. Um I think obviously pointed out a few others that I think will go well, but I'm quite happy just to have a two man team this week there.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm to be honest, with you, I'm still up in the air. I mean I agree with you about Lowry, but I'm unsure about the price, even though I respect it. Um Lucas Herb, but I think, yeah, in some way I have to be with him. Um no idea what I'm doing about Lorenzo Vera. Uh Burmester I think yeah, I think I'll have to back in, and and I may well take a chance on John Catling, very very small, um, and see what happens. But I think it might be an event that we can get involved with in running because I just it'd be be interesting to see who's up in front halfway, because I think there's a few there that you can you can play against. So yeah, it'd be a brilliant event whatever happens. So um, and with those two par fives coming home, it's always a fantastic finish, and they're sure on uh, Cabrera against Scott Drummond. <laughs>
0: There was one other person I did want to mention before we go, and that's Kale Samuja. Uh, Any oh, Finnish fans oh. out there, or listeners, then uh, then I'm sorry if I pronounce his name wrong. Um, but he finished second at the the European Masters last year. Um, and and that's obviously a pointer, as we've pointed out. And uh, yeah, I just thought that with the tied ninth last week, it was someone that I was kind of half interested in but didn't put up last week. Um, you know, it, it's his debut here, which is why I think that it's hard to really get too involved in him but you know if if that Kranz thing is is a point that we expect, well it definitely is a point a thing that we're pointing out um then it will certainly help out and and he's played well in Dubai 16th last year as well so he may just be someone that he comes in the top 10 top 20 and and you're sort of surprised to see his name but there's obvious reasons as to why we'll go on to the the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open always like the length of that title um and there's very obvious favourites in the field this week. Bryson DeChambeau is seven to one. That is based on the fact that he's finished seventh, first, and fourth here the last three years. Um, I actually didn't think it was a terrible price for him, considering the player that he is at the moment. There we are. No, <laughs> Bryson. I mean,
1: I've no idea what he's going to do. I, I can't wait to discuss Bryson at Augusta. Makes sense. <laughs> t- no, we'll see. So- we'll, we'll discuss it at Augusta.
0: You don't, we're just talking about this week. What do you think of his chances this week?
1: Yeah, he's got. He's always got a chance. Um, no, I, you know, this is a tea to green. This is a tea to green week. Um, Bryson's leading, obviously. After that, um, that's
0: because he goes from the tee to the green. There's no there's no <laughs> in between. That's, that's how far he hits it.
1: Yeah, you've covered it. You've covered it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, yeah, he has a massive chance. If you want to do. Um, Patrick Reed and Bryce DeChambeau each way double first six and first eight or something. I'm not I can't argue against that.
0: The only thing I just the reason I think it's not such a bad price, and on, on reflection it, it maybe is, but he's ten to one to win the Masters. Like ten to one to win the Masters or seven to one to win a regular tour event that he's won on six occasions, like it's a complete, you know, not, well, he hasn't won this one on six occasions, He's won this one once yeah, yeah, and won six be. times That's on tour. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was, you know, he wasn't as short. I don't know, he can't be five to one, but, you know, there's Webb Simpson, and there's Patrick Cantlay in the field. But I just, you know, I was surprised to see him at seven to one because I don't know what I suspect it's in 2B, but there we go. Well, what price um, did you make him? Well, I think I think five or six to one. I think that, I think yeah. that seven to one is there to try and sucker people in. Um, I'm not going to get suckered into it because I never do single-digit golf bets. I just, <laughs> I just think it's asking for trouble. Um, and there's another player that I like at bigger odds, so I'll move on. But uh, Webb Simpson's here. Oh, um, we always talk about Webb Simpson, don't we? <laughs> He's a two falls to seventh and the first here. Um, you know he has not stopped playing well, as he? he just doesn't. He just doesn't seem to miss a beat. Um, and you can see why those two are the top two in the betting. I actually like, for once, Patrick Cantlay. I I was surprised to see him at eighteen to one and sixteen to one. I thought that he would be like fourteen to one, twelve to one, and unbettable. He's finished first, second, second at his golf course, and one of those was in a playoff loss to Kevin Nahr. Like he literally is never. He's, there's no course on earth that suits him more than this, apparently, since he's been since he's been a pro. Uh, you know, he had that twelfth at the BMW championship after being relatively out of form as we kept speaking about. And he and you can get eighteen to one about him. I thought it was bonkers. Yeah. I okay. don't like short I don't like short price no. favourites. But I just I just I I don't know what price I don't this is this was my argument. When he was twenty to one, twenty five to one coming off a long layoff, I couldn't work it out. And then he's and he's only dropped to eighteen to one in an event that really truly is, is clearly his stop that he circles on the calendar each year is somewhere he's going to win. Uh, okay. I, I don't like it. I don't fancy him this week. <laughs> Which is strange I, because I think you fancy him every other I week. I do. <laughs>
1: I think the top two are, I'm not saying I'm going to back him, but I think they're so strong. I mean, you know, DeChambeau is Shambo, whatever. Webb Simpson, everything, everything fits for this week. Um, again, he, he started becoming just, I just cannot believe. If you told me a year ago, when Simpson will be going off at nine to one, you know, in a in a tournament containing, you know, Bryce. Well, you want to say Bryce Chambers would be that price, but I, I just won't believe it. Um, but he he just fits. I mean, it, everything about him. You know, he's top twenty teeter green all the time. He's top twenty strokes gain putting every single year. He's fourth already in two thousand twenty one. Um, strokes gained total, he's f- top five, I think. Uh, he was last year. I thought, so so strong. I, you, you can't have all of these short ones being there. And I just think if you think Bryson's going to be there, and Webb's going to be there, I, I thought Cantley was was a little bit of a not a weak link, but I just thought he was the most dubious one of all of those. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, but that's but that's well built into he's three times the price of Bryson, isn't he? Like to yeah, me, but then so...
1: Bryson wins three three times as
0: much. He does, yeah. No, I can, I
1: can see that. But... I, I get what you're saying, and, and I am a Cantley fan, but I, I don't think, you know, Bryson looks like he's never going to miss. When he's got a course that might suit his game, he never looks like he's going to miss. Uh, and to be honest, Webb doesn't these days either. If there's a course that suits him, no,
0: does courses, so, aren't they?
1: You know, you've got, yeah, I mean, look, look I, I get what you're saying. Um, and again, top eight as opposed to top five, because I think those top two are guaranteed to, to be placed yeah you know i, I,
0: I generally see all up? three of them placing and that, and that's why it makes the rest of the field harder because you know that's three or six places or, or whatever if he didn't he, have in some place
1: okay so if he did Sounds silly but based on his his form at the moment uh, ignore his course form right
0: i wouldn't bet him anywhere else
1: okay 18 to one, yeah
0: i literally wouldn't bet him anywhere else okay okay i wouldn't bet him anywhere else if he was 20 to 1 25 to 1, right. I literally wouldn't bet him in it. it's just because it's here okay. when you look at the fact that when he won here he was 15th at the WGC HSP Champions the week before uh, but he'd finished 20th out of 30 at the Tour Championships before that um, so he wasn't in you know, incredible form before he finished second 2018 he had a 17th for the Safeway, a 7th at the WGC HSP Champions so he hasn't mm. had to play that sort of event when he finished second again last year, he was coming off the forty eighth at the Safeway and a twenty eighth at the Tour Championship. So he's never he's never been in stellar form since he got here. He was bigger for and, the heritage, wasn't he? Yeah, and 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 he's tied twelfth at the BMW two starts ago. And okay, he didn't play great at the U.S. Open, but he made the cut and finished forty third. You know, it, it was just enough for me to think. There's a reason he's playing here, and that's because he finishes second. He's never finished outside the top two. And no, three, he's got to three play.
1: Yeah, he's got to play. I just, yeah, it, it may raise his game, but yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, okay. He didn't didn't stand out he to me. He must just step on the tee and
0: just go, oh, I can't finish outside the top two. He can obviously just play it half asleep. It's ridiculous. Okay. Look, I, I, I'm trying to think of a player that has course form like that three years in a row somewhere.
1: No, that's right. No, it's, it's it's tremendous but um only with Tigers playing, I suppose. Yeah. And it and, will and be that's... it will be when Bryson's um when Bryson's oh, when he's finished.
0: Yeah. But and that's the thing, is like, I don't think he's I've been very critical of Patrick Hantley. This is why I'm so surprised that I am this passionately like into his chances. I just I just don't get it. I don't understand why he's been twenty to 1 25 to one. Everyone was saying God, twenty five to one but Patrick Handler is big and then all of a sudden he's he's eighteen to one on a course that he's finished Inside the top two three times in a row, and no one's talking about him. Well, no, I haven't seen anyone talk about but him anyway.
1: You are, and that's all that matters, Tom.
0: That's all about that the voice—the voice that matters. It's, it's yeah, I, I, yeah, fine, yeah. There's, no, there's nothing else really for me to say. You know, statistically, he's not going to it's fit. Fair, he's not it? playing that well, um, but he—it's his form. It's just his course, and he loves Ooh. it. So that's all we say. Tony Fee Tony the Tiger. Um, <laughs> He needs to get a win, doesn't he? He's Talking about to people he needs to get Teeth a bit blunt, aren't I, <laughs> I think um, a lot of things about him is a bit blunt. Um, <laughs> he uh, has played well here in the past. It should suit him. It's ridiculous to say something like that about Tony Finau. He's finished three, four top sixteens in in six starts here, but never, you know. It's... I like Tony Finau a lot but I'll make the argument if Patrick Cantlay's 18 to one and he's won here and finished second twice, why is Fiena 20 twice? Yeah, it's very fair. So, Colin Morikawa? Not today, thanks. No. 42nd here on debut last year. Missed the cut last time out. Yeah, he's... Um,
1: he's, uh, Yeah, won that and then seems to have... You know, I did not think he was particularly great at, at either the FedEx events, to be honest with you. He did what he, you know, was expected to do. Um... Yeah, doesn't doesn't strike me as as you know as ready
0: to come in again, does he? To Do you? I, yeah. No, I, I mean I was amazed that he did what he did, but there we go. Um, Harris English, we obviously spoke about off air. Yeah, big He's chance. Had a fourth place finish here. Yeah, He's had big, two top fours. His last four starts. He's obvious, isn't he? Uh, very obvious. It it feels to me. I'd rather have uh, English
1: than than um, Kenley.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I need to re-listen to the, the conversations we had about cantley like three or four podcasts ago. Five when I mean, you were basically telling me it was the best things in year. Well, yeah, period. yeah, but you know now I like Aldi's beans better than Hines, so you know <laughs> that's just because you're cheap. <laughs> Patrick Cantley's taste better. <laughs> I can't have it. I can't have it, and I can't have his take on beans or cantley. So there we go. We'll move on from that very quickly. Uh, Harris English. It feels like he needs to get a win to take advantage of this you know form that Tremendous he's been in form, he? like it's not just like he's been in he's been piecing like decent finishes together He is striking the ball the best he ever has the best he ever will and it'd be a shame if he didn't end the year with a win
1: yeah agreed yeah another one of Ben's favourites but you know his price is getting getting shorter and shorter and shorter all the time now but Statistically, he's a perfect he's a perfect finish. He's not that far behind Webb, to be honest with you. On tee, Green and you know and Patton, um, and and in total, so he's you know he's he's, he's playing very very well. Um, the problem is, as you rightly say, how um, I many can you back at this price? You know, if you like Cantley at eighteen, and you know I like Webb at eleven, not necessarily going to back him. You start these twenty-eight to one shots start becoming a bit. A bit more difficult, don't they?
0: Well, I've got one more, and and I know you mentioned him before, and and the more I've just been sitting here uh, looking at it, Matthew Wolfe at twenty eight to one with eight places. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I I actually think yeah, I got pulled down I? that is actually the bet of the week because like it's an easy enough course to score on. He loves low scoring affairs, doesn't he? Um, you know, second at the Rocket Mortgage. Um, you know his win at the the three uh, M was low scoring as well. Is um, you know he's only finished second and fourth in the last well, his first two major championships. And his, you know two of his last four starts. Um, already his like career is just littered with high finishes in in relatively decent fields, and now he's going to play in one that's not that difficult to win, uh, and against you know the you look at the the four or five names directly above him. Finau, Matsuyama, okay, English, three, sorry. They, they've they all got question marks over uh, their winning credentials at the moment and Matthew Wolfe is is bigger than all three of them. I think seems it seems strange to me.
1: Yeah, I think if it's lovely in these sort of Kentley sort of Bryson winning set, I mean, I know Nile last year just sort of, you know, patted the lights out which is the only reason he won but you do have to be a tea green merchant here and you do have to you know, do something a little bit special when, yeah, he's, he's, you know, his last two events, he's, uh, plus 13 and plus nine in strokes, gained T green. Um, you know, some extraordinary figures he's, he's, he's producing, you know, he, he seemed to that silly match bet, that match bet, that silly match play event that he was involved in over lockdown,
0: Taylor you know, yeah.
1: where he seemed to be a bit lost, get be a bit excited about playing with, with those names. Um, that really seems to have brought him on tremendously, and, and yeah, I, I, he fits absolutely perfectly. He was 18th here last year when he obviously wasn't the player that he is now. I know he had to win, but mentally he's going to be, he's a far more mature player, and yeah, he has to go well this week. 28-1 is very, very fair indeed.
0: He he must feel, well, not invincible because he hasn't won those two major championships, but I mean I, I don't know so this could be completely wrong but I can't imagine there's many people if any that have finished two second and fourth in their first two majors um, you know I know people have, have won majors and things like that but you know everyone just sees him as this guy that drives it really far and mm. uh, you know has this funky move before he hits it you know that tee to green statistic he's, he's higher up in approach than he is off the tee so it's nothing to do with just his driver mm. obviously length is advantageous length is advantageous anywhere um I, I was just surprised you know when when you mentioned him earlier I was kind of like, oh yeah you know a few 28 to one I just thought about it a bit more and I was like, actually that's bonkers like because because 80 to one in you know in retrospect at the at the US Open was bonkers uh, and then he's gone and nearly won that you know he had to go into a world class performance from his playing partner to to lose that. um he's only showing positive signs. I don't think he's ever really uh, sp- oh, I suppose you he, he could argue that he should have won the uh the rocket mortgage he kind of had a bad final day but Bryson had a, a really good you know the two the two times he's come second he's been beaten by Bryson yeah he's, that's that's yeah. the thing isn't it so yeah. you know maybe Bryson's got his number but if the two were dueling against each other on Sunday you'd give him a chance of beating him wouldn't you
1: really interesting the way he's he's sort of um Come through, come through the back door but you know when everyone was even at the beginning of the year we were talking about Morikawa, Hovland um, and you know Wolf was you know not not left behind but he wasn't talked in the same bracket but
0: but he was he was the clear third wasn't he I mean I was trying yeah, to he argue was... at one point that yeah. um, Hovland was as good as Morikawa mm, um, right. and then we were trying to sprinkle Neiman's name in there mm. a little bit because he was the forgotten person and, and Wolf was kind of looked as as the third man and I was and and looking back on that, that's ridiculous. It is, and, now. And, yeah. and like you say about the the Taylor Made thing, it kind of put me off that how he was at that thing. Yeah. I thought, well, I was just you know, pretend like you've been here before type of thing. Um, actually, he's just he's just a lovely kid. Like, he's just a really nice guy. Uh, he's only twenty one. Like, what else is he gonna do in, in that actually. situation? Like, he's having a whale of a time. Hopefully, being twenty one in Vegas, and I think they're out of. You can go into casinos now. Hopefully, he's not that type of guy. Um, Look, I think I think it's a great price at twenty eight to one. So yeah, that's, that's what there's we, not really that's much room we for me to Really, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's, I mean, not really much else for me to do. In yeah, thing. I mean, I
1: know it's only been a very, very short year, obviously, and and you know we we haven't got last year, you know, last week's stats on the PGA site, uh, but yeah, you know, Deshambo and Wolf are, are, you know, really are looking very, very good since since you know, the, the start of the new season. I know it sounds, sounds ridiculous, but they weren't doing that bad at the end of last year either, to be honest with you, the towards the end. um, Yeah. It's yeah. I liked him. He was one of the ones that I had down as a play. So yeah, I'm not going to argue with him. You know, he found yeah, no, 14, that's... you know, as well as the, the, you know, what we discussed earlier, you know, the 12 and the nine, um, sorry, 12 and the uh, four uh, shots. Um, gained Tito Green. Yeah. He, he he gained 14 shots to each green at the PGA, and um, God knows what would have happened if he had paid. You know, because yeah. that figure murders Morikawa. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think we agree, Matt Wolf. Yeah, 28-1 looks fair.
0: I've got a few sort of longer odd players now outside. of, well, I suppose I have to really when you look at the the, the two that I've picked. Um, but have you got anything in you know in between sort of them and an 80 to one? that you want to talk about
1: no i looked at uh, jason coke uh, three top tens tita green his last four rounds but he doesn't win a decky, obviously we don't back but we respect that he's you know he's gonna smash hit more greens and then miss loads of parts um so no that that was it in that range
0: i suppose i mean you've got kevin nara's finished first second and first here in the past um doesn't look like he's he's quite in that form but he He's, every time I see him I sort of think he's a, a little bit of a big price Wills Zalatoris mm. is maybe at a backable price now um, not sure I particularly fancy him this week and then the, and then the, the sort of 80 to 1 range now mm. that we, we spoke about off air um, Doc Redman is someone that obviously we were interested in last week um, he's, he's playing great golf and, he, and there he is at 80 to 1 which is is the sort of price that I think I would be more interested in in him. I don't think I am particularly for this week, but I think that's the sort of backward price that he should be at.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a big overreaction to um, to what was just sort of a sedentary effort last week. Really, he didn't do anything wrong. He just got nothing going, sort of nothing going on the greens. Um, you know, he's he's ranked first, seventh, and then nineteenth. On Tita Green, so he didn't really do anything particularly special last week. He should have done a lot better. Um, And he ranked sort of 45th in strokes game pattern, and he's a much better pattern than that. And he's, you know, he's plotted himself, you know, there at 28. He looked like he may well finish in double figures at at one point, but he knocked in a few sort of pathetic, innocent bogeys, really. Um, So he he looked like he was going to finish 20th or something like that if that hadn't made any difference. Uh, And I just think the, the reaction from than that 33 to one last week, I know it's a better field, um, but you haven't got DJ in and you know and people like that. In, um, I just thought the reaction was too much, and an 80 to one, um, he's going to continue to hit them. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd be quite happy. You know, I thought to be honest, I thought 55 would have been about the right price for Redman. Um, I mean, I think he's still trading on that 62 at the Safeway, um, but these three events, you know can go together along with the Wyndham they're absolutely fine so is that 28th particularly bad I don't think it was and and you know uh, like I say I think it's a bit of an overreaction
0: I just see a 28th like that as a positive performance for someone like him like that's you know he's not a player that you expect to finish top 10 every week like as long as you're finishing top 20 top 30 you know it's still positive okay it's not as good as many I think people get because they he's a betting person last week everyone was backing him weren't Mm. they Everyone feels lit down by him, but generally speaking, that's his—that's kind of his level until he proves otherwise. Um, and and all the time he's not. If he'd have missed a cut, then it'd be a completely different story. But yeah, I thought it was—it was enough. I don't particularly fancy him this week. I didn't fancy him last week, but um, respect his chances all the same. Denny McCarthy, I thought was interesting. Um, finished sixth last week, ninth at the Wyndham. and and we always associate putting with Denny McCarthy for a very good reason. Okay. Um, you know, he, I think he was close to breaking the record for the best strokes gained putting numbers. I think it was De- uh, Jason Day that set it. So, you know, he is he's a phenomenal putter. Um, and he's played very well at this golf course before. And, you know, that's uh, a good sign. He's had 9th and a 15th for the last two years. 6th and 9th in two of his last sort of five starts. Um, again, he's one of those ones where I'm not sure if... I don't know what he would do in contention. Um, I don't know what he would be like if he was, you know, being chased down by a price and a count there. I could have a very good guess of what he would do. Um, I'm sure his putting would be tested then. Um, but, you know, I thought it was a reasonable price for someone, you know, that's clearly finding a bit of form again.
1: Yeah, I think he's led the strokes going putting twice now, hasn't he? Two years in a row, yeah.
0: I think 19 and 20. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, he, he was really worrying me last week because I I did have him on the list and then and then for some reason crossed him out again in the Wyndham connection. Um, so I was you know whilst he would have paid, I was glad he wasn't in the first five. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's go have a chance. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's always a reason why someone putts well. Do we always say you know they can't be number one in everything? Otherwise you know they'd be Tiger Woods. Um, you know they'd be winning every tournament. So there's a reason why they have to putt well. And that's to keep him in the tournament. You know, we were talking about Burmaster, for example. Yeah. You know, he has to put well to keep him in the tournament. Um, and that's uh, Denny McCarthy seems to become a bit more of an all round player than just relying on that, I think now. Um whether that's to his detriment or not, I don't know. So yeah, look, you know, he could he could go very well, why not? he's, he's got form in in this class, hasn't he? So eighty to one, take your pick. I've gone for Doc Redmond, but if you wanted to go Denny McCarthy, yeah. You know give
0: or take yin yang yeah it's, it's it's one of those ones where i just neither of them are particularly that fussed about but i thought he was yeah, i knew you were going to mention redmond and i thought that mccarthy was was worth having a point on there as well,
1: well next to him Another, he's, so he's enough yeah exactly
0: you might as well talk about him, like two days um the other one i sort of wanted to talk about i hadn't really thought about up until now is cameron champ i mean he's he's sitting there at 80 and 90 to one um Obviously not in his best form, but I think he's a difficult person to to predict. And um, we've seen at the PGA Championship what his uh, potential is, uh, what his ceiling is. We uh, obviously his floor is uh, that he doesn't make a lot of cuts. You know he misses plenty as well. And just, but when you look back at the tied twenty eighth, he on debut, he had a sixty five and a sixty six midway through, and then shot a seventy three on the final day. I uh, know well, it's all leaves and buts, but he was he was well inside the top ten, and I just I just want you know when you think of people that would suit around here, his his T's game would certainly be up there. No, no, nothing. Right. Uh, okay, sized. No, I mean I don't. I don't. Again, I, it's not a play. I didn't have him on the short list. I, you know, I I'm not. I just think I find him a difficult person to predict, and uh, eighty to ninety to one in a, a questionable field. Yeah, considering his obvious talent, was interesting and worth yeah. worth noting. Yeah, yeah, okay, noted. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sebastian Munoz is there as well. He's obviously in good form. Um, again, not really the test I think it's going to be for him. The next one up was we spoke about off air was Christopher Ventura. Uh, we've had him on the podcast. Lovely person to talk to, uh, and slowly starting to show the form that got him onto the PGA Tour in the first place. Uh, he's had a sixth last week at the Sanderson Farms. Disappointing final round, I think it's fair to say. He sort of one under when everyone else was was going a fair bit lower. Um, but he was seventh at the Safeway two starts before that as well. So he's he's finally getting the feel for being in contention at PGA Tour level. Uh, and I think he finished in a, was it eighteenth last year as well. Honestly?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I thought one hundred one was was fair, to be honest. Like you say, he's an improver. He hasn't reached. He you know, hasn't reached the, the top of his ability yet. He can hit the ball. Um, he can putt. I think he's finished fourth strokes game putt in 2020 season um, for the amount, you know, for the for the few rounds that he did have. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, he's slowly, slowly, slowly improving. We do like those sort of players, especially because they don't catch the eye too much. They're still 101. You know, you've got those talked about players that we've discussed them already, you know, some of the names and they're Instantly 40 and 45 as soon as they show anything, so yeah, like you say, you know, top 20 of the Barracuda's sort of second level. We know, um, yeah, I mean, seven for the Safeway, six of Sanderson. We, we we said that they both correlate, so that's you know, no real surprise there. But if he is coming to form, then 100 to one, he's, he's he's I don't I wouldn't say he's going to win, um, but he's definitely an improver. And we've already spoken at both tournaments about improvers, and and at what point do they become fifty to one and sixty-six to one every week? You've got to catch them at 100, 150 and whatever before they start doing it. And he is doing it, so
0: why not? Uh, that's the thing with him is that he's very capable of winning. When you look at the people that have won here in the past, you know Smiley Kaufman, Ben Martin, oh, yeah. um, you know players of that ilk. He you know, At the, at those times of those two careers, he was probably a similar type of player. Mm. Um, and he's he's definitely... What I like about it is he had a really tough year um, on his first season on the PJ Tour after basically taking the piss out of the Corn Ferry, finishing you know, two wins in 12 taps. Um He's got his head screwed on. Uh, he works with Claude Harmon, so he's practising with DJ Kepka, Lowry. talks about that. Um, when he dropped down to the web, he finished 4th and 8th after the restart. And now he's doing, you know, exactly the same form but on the PGA tour. And I just think that um he's he's had two sort of signs now of what it's like to be in contention at these events. Um this is the type of event that there's not gonna be all this pressure on him. Um there's no one obviously there's play there's strong candidates at the top of the leaderboard, but I just, yeah, I just think he's he's capable of winning. That you know the game suits him. He puts well. Um, he's always a bit suspect um, with his approach play, um, but he just seems to have figured it out since the restart. And he's, you always see one or two players, don't you, have great full series. Uh, it's a great time for them to get a, get some uh, you know FedEx Cup points and, and lock up their card. And this certainly seems to be what he's going to do this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I. I yeah, but what else could we con- say? You concur? I concur. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think. You know, when these players are totally unexposed, why not and events like this? When, when perhaps, the top lot may not be fully focused on, you know, on getting it done, and you know, then at hundred to one, unexposed players, why not? Absolutely. I've, you know, we we spoke about an unexposed one, and and I'm pretty sure soon we'll be speaking about a totally exposed one. But there we
0: are. <laughs> um, I like Pat Perez. I know you mentioned him, I don't know, it was last week mm, or the week last before? Last week,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I know he missed a cut last week, but he obviously had a 21st and 9th before then. H- talking of people that enjoy full series, that's, he's all about that. He loves making his money this time of year and then and then hibernating for the rest of the season. Third and the seventh for last two starts here, including last year, when he shot 68 in the final round to finish two-shot side of uh, and Cantlay in the playoff. Went 64-62 midway through. Yeah, I thought it was a massive price, really, considering his his obvious, uh, you know, uh, credentials for this event. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: yeah, he's, he's got a chance. I see um, you know, someone else at one hundred twenty-five to one, um, but yeah, I, I can see one of the old stages is, is we might as well know him as as, as proving a bit too cute for the young one. So yeah, no Talking argument with of... me. I just, I just, you know, I've got nothing to add really
0: there's two i've actually skipped past that i know one to took well i know one you want to talk about and this one i want to talk about 125 to one so we'll go back uh we'll back pedal there i'll let you give your guy a shout first i've got
1: two two i want to talk about tom if that's okay what you... two
0: fine you know put yeah, for time first then. one i'll <laughs>
1: mention is the uh, multi-billionaire son maverick mcneely um yeah um doesn't always work that top amateurs in the world come through and and you know be anything really but again he's another one like ventura he's um Slowly improving. Seventeenth, um, at Sanderson. Seventh, uh, Barracuda. I know it's second league, but that doesn't really matter in this in this sort of in this grade. Eighth at not Rock, massive grade.
0: jump, is it? No,
1: and and of course at their ages, that's a great learning curve. It's not as if we're looking at forty five year old, you know, vets, you know, coming twentieth. It's it's these are all learning curves. Um, he's ranked first in strokes game pattern twice mm. in his last uh, five starts, I believe. Um, so he can certainly roll the rock, as they horrendously say, quite frankly. Um, his teeter green is rubbish, which is – so his, his approach play is terrible, which is is really worrying for a test like this. I just thought he was worth mentioning at 150-1 just because, you know, he's clearly got an enormous amount of ability um, uh, and, and he's improving. So like many of the youngsters, why not? They can pop up at any point, can't they? You know, Naismith is supposed to do it at some point. He isn't at the moment but McInerney was the one that looked along with Ventura, just looked as though he may well be, you know, if he can find a shot and a half around when he's in, when he's, you know, feeling great and in good form, he'll be right up there. So he was one, but one I thought was absolutely bonkers price was Stuart Sink. Um, Now, four weeks ago, if you'd have said Stuart Sink, you'd, you know, um,
0: I'd have laughed you off the podcast. You you
1: would have said, is that for the vets got, you know, the round bellies, wouldn't you? (laughs) Um, But do you know what? He, 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 had his son on, on the bag. I missed his win a couple of weeks ago. I've seen a couple of highlight reels. Um, but last couple of weeks, he's, he's obviously won the Safeway from you know, virtually nowhere, 65-65 weekend. Um, and then last week, he finished, uh, you know, with a tremendous sort of four-under, back nine, 32, to finish 12th to Sergio. Um, he's only hit, he's hit 72 once in the last eight rounds. Um, and even before that, to be honest, if you look at the 3M, He's, he's broken 70 every round. So he's not playing bad at all. What caught the eye was the, the sort of insistence on this tee to green thing. Um, he's gained nine strokes in the safe way when he won and 11 strokes last weekend when he was 12th, um, at Sarneson science and farms. Uh, he's clearly playing well. 2016 was the last time he played around here. Um, and he was 15th then he's also got a third round here back before, probably when you, before you were born, Tom, to be honest with you in the year 2000. Um, but he's ranking I was, well. I was
0: the ripe old age of seven by then.
1: He's ranking eighth in, uh, you know, in the T te- Green stats. In, a, in a, admittedly, again, short, short season, but he's absolutely flying. His interview was great after after he won. Um, it's an average of uh, four point six two strokes gained at the moment, and I just thought on a course that I mean, he you don't, can't teach him anything, you know. He's, he doesn't need another run round any course, does he? He's played every single one, I think, fifteen times at least. Um, and I just thought in his form. Um, he's not going to worry. He's not going to be like some of the youngsters we've discussed and bricking it. If he does it, at the front it's, it really doesn't matter. He plays golf. He's enjoying it. The, 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 the genuinely, the only concern would be that his son is off his bag this weekend. They've obviously gelled really, really well. But if he's found something and, and you know he's always been an accurate sort of driver of the ball, but he's found something with with his approach shots, then this is a perfect. Um, Tournament for him to continue that and 120 fight to one in this form, yeah. You know, yes, please.
0: Well, the, the 20.4 strokes that he's gained to green is bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, thats is, that is massive. It depends. Like, I know he's yeah. he didn't he's just do it once, double so, in he it. Rounds, isn't he? you know, no, it's, it's not as, as if he's
1: done it once and then gone back and and just gained two, like you know, the rest of the field. He's kicked on from there. Um, yeah, and look at his putting when he won, he gained 4.3. He's 12th last week, uh, and he's minus 2.3. So if he'd have putted well last week, he could have been on you know, could have won Hat trick. Um hmm. it's bizarre and, and it's hard to believe because we've seen Stuart Sink, you know, I've seen Stuart Sink for the last twenty five years, you know, play golf. Um but there it is, it's it's in front of you. We've seen the likes of Westwood, McDowell come from absolutely nowhere to win tournaments. Um obviously McDowell's gone again, but you know, Westwood's continued to kick on. Um and why not? This isn't, you know, this isn't a major, this isn't you know anything particularly difficult? It's not an open where the wind's going to blow dramatically. Not that he'll mind that anyway. Obviously, with his with his open record, um, I just thought 125 to one was an insult. Uh, the way he's playing,
0: I think the thing is as well as he we talk about hidden form, and he was actually showing a little bit of that sort of uh, the early part of the season, wasn't he? Before the yeah. lockdown, he he was making the cut every week. I think between Tory Pines and the Heritage before they started again. Um, you know, he was finishing in the top fifty and it was nothing particularly exciting, but for a player of him that shows signs that there's something there. Comes out, finishes seventeenth for the work day, which you wouldn't particularly put him down as someone that you'd fancy it for. Uh, and then finishes first and twelfth for the last two starts. So yeah, I just what we say it all the time, don't we, what else can you offer? Mm. Like what else is there that he needs to do to suggest that he's a decent bet? Um, you don't have to like him, you know, I think a lot of people don't like him because he because he dared to win a major. Um, yeah, not his fault. The <laughs> one person I wanted to go back to, um, Aaron Wise. I spoke about him. Uh, I think it was for the Barracuda, and I sort of said that he was kind of trending towards not not the form that he showed because obviously he was like Rookie of the Year that year. But you know, he had eight for the Barracuda. He finished seventeenth last week at the Sanderson. We're um, a final round seventy-two. Now, two shots outside the top ten. Um, very easily could have could have made that. Um, you know, he's very very talented. I don't know where he's gone. Uh, what's happened really? He don't. He's, he's not someone where he's uh, so exposed that we know all about him. Really, I think he's quietly just goes about his business and he's, and he's slowly piecing it together. He's not gone off the rails like a uh, Smiley Kaufman, who's obviously won here before. He's just uh, just not been as good as he was. But he's got two top fifteen finishes here. Uh, and a 32nd, so he missed one cut in four starts, and that was when he was in, you know, torrid form last year. I just thought it was a reasonably decent price for someone that clearly likes a course and, and is maybe returning to, to what he was when he came out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. I've seen there's been a bit of money for him today. And yeah, you could potentially say that he was too big, and, and absolutely, you know, like many of them, that, you know, they haven't reached their ceiling, we, we don't really know what they're fully capable of, um, and you may as well take the chance. Uh, the prices so yeah again i'm uh, no argument with you if, you if you like that um judged on the blue he's been put up by a prominent prominent tipster um yeah i've got no problem with, with putting him up harry hicks i like a lot as well i don't think this is his but um they're all there aren't they these youngsters at some point are going to be up in the top 10 of the betting not all of them but you know take a chance at 150 doesn't really matter does it
0: I think just when it's in a, you know, it's a very mixed bag these times of field. You have got people that are just playing here because they can't play anywhere else, and and they're not even going to sniff the cut. You've got three or four, maybe five, world class players. You've got the Harry Higgs of this world that likes to undo eighty seven buttons on his polo and <laughs> and ride around on his uh, on his golf club. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's certainly a mixed bag, and it doesn't take a lot of winning. That's all I would say. Is obviously you need to get. Pot with the putter um, but I don't think there's anything particularly notoriously difficult about the golf course I don't think it's somewhere you need to really know um, the course form does stand up here but you know you can play well on your debut you can play well without you know limited starts here can't you
1: yeah absolutely It's it, 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 genuinely I mean we look at the top two you say three um, and then and then the top ten could literally be filled with any anything couldn't it really we haven't even mentioned Jason Day. Um, and I'm not really interested in him, but I'm just saying, you know, um, literally the top 10 could be filled up with youngsters. old ones, they, I've just got no idea. Yeah, They're just, I, I know the top two will be up in top 10, and, and that's it.
0: i surprised you didn't put your mate Luke List up. You know, three top 20 finishes in his three yeah, starts no, here. No, Eighth no, a couple no. of weeks ago, T no. to Green Merchant, but there we go. James Hahn is playing well. Someone that never puts back-to-back weeks together. Sixth and a ninth, 15th here before. You know, there's just names, but... I don't want to go too far into them. I think it's very clear um, who I like this week. I don't want to go too far down the list. Uh, one thing I do want to mention before we finish up is Francesco Molinari is teeing it up this week. it would be interesting to see how he gets on. I actually put a tweet out yesterday saying, does anyone know when, it, when he's going to play again? Is it going to be And i quite rightly pointed out by Mr. Sundog Monkey yeah. that he's playing this week. I was surprised. I didn't even think to look for him in this field. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on, won't it? Yeah, it will be.
1: Yeah, it says he. Says he's,
0: you know, dedicating himself back to the game. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, shall we? Um, Put it this way, it's, it's an easy, it's an okay. easy test for him to oh. go out and get get some reps in, isn't it? Um, I don't think he's going to win um, because it is a rebuild. Um, I'm glad he's getting some reps in before he goes to Augusta because that would be frightening if he just teed it up there for the first time. But yeah, I just it'd be interesting, you know, if he was makes a cut and and gets himself in the top 20 or something, then that would be really positive for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's lovely to watch. Um, yeah, let's hope, because, you know, we were all surprised when he managed to start patting uh, after years of not being able to, and let's just hope that, you know, it doesn't revert to that type of thing again. So, yeah, we'll see what he does.
0: Realist- realistically, it's a good golf course for him, isn't it?
1: He's finished a bit four, green. four yeah, years yeah. ago. Absolutely, you know, it's, it's, it's his exact type of course. Um, we'll see, he's over there, he's, he's obviously... Happy to have moved over there with his family. Both of his tweets say that he's happy, but they're not going to say that he's depressed, are they? Yeah, see what happens. It may be that we never talk about him again.
0: I just, yeah, I mean, we had sort of difference of opinions on, I don't know if me and you did, but I've had difference of opinions with people on uh, whether that 12th Augusta really actually killed him off or whether there was just more to it. No. I, th- I think he's just he just went out of form. I just think he performed well above expectations uh, in 2018. And and he found
1: it hard yeah, to live he, up to that. I agree. I I, I he you know he 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 found an an extra ability, didn't he? He's always been the yeah. same player, which was consistent, which was brilliant, which is teeter green, could not a putt, and he just found that little bit extra. Like we discuss every single week, you know, there's a point, and once it once it starts going in, you gain more confidence. And being the you know the the extremely good player that he is, you know, I couldn't believe he won the open. I think the open win was more surprising for me than than you know, than anything else. But let's see how he gets on it. You know, it's, it's nice it would, to see him It would just be nice, quality. wouldn't it? It
0: would just be nice to see him
1: It's like Sergio, isn't it? It's, it's, it's nice to see him win, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't complain if he won. And I won't complain if he wins going forward. But I just hope he doesn't come back to... Anything could happen. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know what he's... I'll yeah, I'll look, like, Westwood like, went... like, like we, to we,
0: slowly himself. build his career again.
1: You know, besides the Major, you know, Westwood... is Westwood the same thing. He, he absolutely just went off the ball completely and managed to bring it back and it'd be nice if Molinari did I just wonder whether as he moved over there for the benefit of golf or just for the benefit of the family uh, it doesn't really matter it's, it's, no. it's irrelevant to us the way we have to think about it let's just see what he does I don't expect him to do anything special
0: I think the thing is is that Woody, you know because he's had so long off I mean he hasn't played a golf tournament since February has he hmm. um, and a lot has obviously been made of that um, but it was a global pandemic during all that where he, he couldn't play for X amount of time. Used it, used that time to make the move that is, you know, a life changing thing, regardless of whether you think it's significant or not, or anyone else does. Um, it is a big move, especially when you've got a family. And it's it's given him the chance to, as you say, rededicate himself, find out what it is that's uh, going wrong in his goal swing. If he finishes in the top 20, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised if he won. Uh, I would be surprised if he won because it's a long old layoff. But. He's very talented, and and it could be that he goes from one hundred and fifty to one this week to sixty six to one because he's he's suddenly playing well again, not like the old uh, Molinari. So we'll see how he gets on, as you say. Let's summarise our picks here. So I believe that Patrick Cantlay is actually good value at eighteen and sixteen to one. I I don't really see him struggling. Um, can he keep up the one two two form? very difficult ask um, he's not in his best form but he's never been in his best form when he's won here or finished second anyway um, and I think Matthew Wolfe is a massive price at 28 to 1 8 places as is Christopher Ventura at 100 to 1 um, who uh, just look in it's not 100 to 1 8 places though is it but you know 100 to 1 is a great price about Ventura also how about you
1: uh, I think one of the top two will win um, I think Webb's a knock for a place Bryson's Bryson I wins by four or probably comes eighth. Um so I think one of those two will win, but I I can back it. To be honest, Bryce and Webb over with Reed on the other side, doesn't that look too bad a uh, uh, mixed mixed each way double? But um I'll definitely I'll be looking at English at twenty-eight. I'm not sure. Wolf, I agree with you, could be a cracking bet at twenty-eight. Redmond's overpriced at eighty given his current form. Ventura, I agree with you. It, it'll be him or Macanely. I won't back both, but I think both could find find something extra at any point and uh i think but on the card uh is stuart sink at 125 win or lose don't care i think that's just a ridiculous price and an insult to him in his current form
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely um yeah i think it's going to be i sort of said to you off fair denied i wasn't massively excited about the shriners but i think the more i talk about it i think there's a couple of potential storylines and and bits of golf there that'll be interesting to watch i always enjoy wentworth i normally go every year but you know, as it is, we uh, we can't go there this time around. Um, it's always carnage on a Saturday and Sunday trying to walk around there anyway, so it's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, two decent events to watch, and uh, we're getting closer and closer to that Masters that we want to talk about.
1: Yeah, we are, and also our, our cookery programme that's, uh, that's in talks at the moment.
0: Yeah, we've also got a cookbook coming out, which <laughs> I, I can't contribute to because my cooking skills are, are not great, but I'll take the pictures whilst you... Cap up a, a lamb. What is it that you had? There, a, there was, there was no, 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 it was. I didn't have it. I just, no, I, it was on it Sunday did, brunch, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: it was Harissa lamb with a uh, peach, uh, red onion, and mint salad in it. Quite frankly, was that, was
0: that a Tim Lovejoy?
1: Knockout, no, was no, 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 it's, it's, mm. it was a proper cookery program, not, not really nonsense.
0: Well, there we go. um Any uh, other areas that we need to discuss before we move on? nah um, just wish everyone good luck for the week yeah good luck can,
1: yeah good luck we have haven't fun. got a
0: confectionery, uh, conversation today have
1: we? no we do we didn't bring a topic up but you know obviously we're we're you know we're quite free to suggestions
0: yeah if anyone wants to talk to us on, uh, there was one chat wasn't there on twitter last week he had a he is you know julian yes. had a, uh, he's got, a comment yeah. about the, the he, meat and the, the uh
1: yeah julian hello if you're listening in every michelin star restaurant in somewhere or other so it's fair play i've i've, I've bet in a few but i you know don't win enough golf bets to be able to
0: he certainly is more qualified to give an opinion than either of you or i i think well no i've eaten in some i
1: think i think if if there's one person unqualified it's It's me
0: yeah you're excellent
1: host tom but you are unqualified talk about food
0: yeah i mean my the peak of my day is a cheese sandwich or something like that so it's not you know i'm not that cultured no but but... there we
1: are you know you know each their own
0: absolutely i was just trying to find julian's tweet but i just realized that i had a massive big debate with someone about the podcast and i can't find it now so julian um thank you for your contributions thank you for getting this far every week uh and listening to it and and one day we will have on you we'll have you on to discuss uh your food love with mr jason here whilst i just laugh and and marvel at what you two discussed
1: just one thing tom do you remember earlier on we said we were going to do the pga first
0: yeah, I know. Well, what happened was is that we were going to do the PGA first because we didn't want to uh, feel fatigued after talking so long about Wentworth, and then we had a massive discussion about Tommy Fleetwood, which led into I think he's a bit of a short price this week, which led into saying Patrick Reed was a decent. Yeah, we price won't. Week, <laughs> yeah. Which would have meant a bad transition into going to the PGA first, wouldn't it? So that's that's I made an executive decision just to scrap everything we said before the start. you the boss. There we go. Thank you, Jason. All right, See you later. <laughs>